No Jumper, coolest podcast in the world. We're back. Now, first off, I don't even know how to introduce this man, right? Uh. I just call him Big Homie. Yeah. But for those who don't know, I mean, philanthropist. Thank you. Philosopher, technologist. I mean, academic. What do you call yourself, man? I just say I'm a businessman. Yes. You know, at the end of the day, we need it all to add up to dollars. Yes. So I'm a businessman first and foremost. I also lead the assassin, you dig, and mm-hmm. we can get into that. But people call me many things. They call me Stephen A. Pam. <laughs> they call me Fax Kellerman. Man, talk that ish, You man. know what I'm saying? They call me the bald head lover. Uh-huh. They call me the idol of James Bond. Yes. Some people just call me Marquette Devon, the Not- saint in the center. That's a fact, man. Right. So for so for uh, this interview, do you mind in mind if I just call you Big Homie? Let's go. Let's All right, man, perfect, man. Now, like, somebody told me something about you, right? Where they say, okay. "Yo, you listen." If this, this is was, somebody who knows me or, or not, a fan, a fan, right? He said okay. said like three thousand years ago. Okay. If the Big Homie existed three thousand years ago, yeah, and he'll be the Mansa Musa, mm. the um, the Attila the Hunt, right? Meaning, they're just certain people where like. They're, they're like conquerors, right? Meaning yeah. like they just have a level of intellect, work ethic, and appetite of power. Now, 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 the third thing is where I can't really speak on because I don't okay. know your exact appetite for power, right? But like that formula mm-hmm. usually exists in people like who are conquerors, right? So right now, obviously like you, you, you like can't conquer land more since like niggas uh, got, uh, got like nukes now, right? Yeah. right? But they're still conquerors in businesses, you know, mm-hmm. like let's like Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, right? Sure. So... What do you feel about that assessment? If you existed 3,000 years ago, you will be like a Mansa Musa, Attila the Hun conqueror. I think that makes sense. And I'd even throw Marcus Aurelius in there because, yeah. you know, he was a philosopher king. And as we can see, I'm the warrior king of this YouTube yeah. king. You dig? I got to correct a lot of game out here. I'm taking a red pen to the game. But the number one thing to conquer today is the mind. Mm. And we're in a fascinating era wherein... Look at great leaders like, say, the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him. Mm -hmm. During his lifetime, he didn't really get to see Islam spread in the way it's spread today, now the fastest growing religion, right? Mm -hmm. Now we're in an era where your philosophies, your ideas can cross borders instantaneously. Mm -hmm. You have an opportunity to spread ideas, and we're in cultural war. So I'm really trying to kick out this ism because the world is in need. We see a lot of moral decay. We see a lot of things that need repair. And the world's always in need of leadership. So, yes, absolutely, we're going to be Julius Caesar of this thing. And as you can tell from the way I've conducted myself yeah. on and off camera, when people want to play games, if it was that time, I'd probably have their heads on a spear <laughs> in my front yard. You heard me? Yeah. Had their head on my dinner table <laughs> dipping breadsticks in their eye sockets. You yeah. did. Now, that's a yeah. fact. Now, because I see you boxing too, man. I, yeah. I was like, well, hold up now, bro. Like. Yeah. How does somebody get crafted like this, bro? Like, smart <laughs> as hell, right? Yeah. Articulate, well put together. Like, and then you, like, are physical beasts as well. Like, you can fight. How, like, is it just severe training, preparation? Or, like, would you just, like, just naturally gifted these skills, man? Very few human beings are naturally gifted anything, Yeah, right? that's true. You know, I'm certainly not a LeBron size. <laughs> right? you know, yeah. Pretty much normal size black guy, <laughs> yeah. right? But... No, you can read my whole story in the black box. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I was born into a fairly harsh environment. And, and I went through real things. And so when you learn how to thrive in that environment and then you're intelligent enough to be able to get out of that environment and you learn how to move and shake in different economic strata, mm-hmm. you really have to be the complete man. And one thing my grandmother told me who 
grew up picking cotton who stopped schooling in the third grade. Wow. You heard me? So you, you make it up out of Lone Oak, Arkansas under Jim Crow, like you, you different. Yeah. And she told me, she says, look, I don't care about your feelings. The world doesn't care about your feelings. If you want to win as a black man, you have to outperform and work three times harder than a white man. Whether that's true or not, mm-hmm. that's what I was raised on, which is nobody cares about your story. Let's get this work in. And I always knew that I deserved great things. And I was the poorest kid in the hood. Mm. Right. So when I looked around. That's different. Bruh. <laughs> Be the poorest Bruh. among poor niggas is different. Yeah, yeah, when everybody had a bike, I had to run along their bike. Yeah. You dig? That's different. That creates a different kind of hunger in you. Also teaches you about human nature because when I was running along on their bike, nobody stopped like, hey, man, you want to mm-hmm. give my bike a try? Like, I see you don't have a bike. So I had a very different mentality. One, it made me a little bit more empathetic, mm-hmm. made me respect people who don't have. But it also made me a beast that wanted to go get it. And then also growing up in a harsh environment, you know, if you don't throw hands, what you doing out here? You're going to be a victim out here. You heard me? That's a fact. Yeah. So, yeah, I throw hands in the boxing ring, but I've also thrown a lot of hands before I ever made it to the boxing ring. And that's why I tell these cats, like, bro, like, you could look at the Velvet Pimpin'. You heard me? (laughs) You could look at the Mariachi Pimpin'. And sure, I'm your favorite YouTuber's favorite YouTuber, but at the end of the day, don't play games with me, little homie. Don't mention my name on your video. That's true. Yo, trust me, we gonna get into all the foolery, right, regarding that, right? In a real way. But, like, uh, speak on DNA, though, man, because, like, again, like, I've always been fascinated, right, by just great people, right? Because I be trying to figure out, man, like, so, are your parents, like, as high IQ as you, or, like, how does that work? That's a really good question. If I could say I got anything from my lineage... Um, that was an advantage. My father's a, a very brave man. Mm. So my father was a, a drug dealer, a dealer in hard drugs. Mm-hmm. He did a lot of time behind that, but he was always the most popular guy in the neighborhood. He was built like a bodybuilder. Mm-hmm. He used to lift heavy, um, and, and you know he was he was a real goon. He put his work in, so his name rings bells in his neighborhood, and I got that same fire in me. Um, in terms of my mother. I can't identify many traits that I I got from her probably (laughs) genetically, but in terms of watching her operate, one thing about my mother, she's not a lettered woman, uh, you know, not an extraordinary intellect, but she's a very humble individual, and she's the kind of person that if she doesn't know, she's going to ask the question, Mm -hmm. and when she needs to make something happen, she's willing to ask anybody for help and put together a team to get the job done. Helped me a lot in business as a CEO, realizing that, you don't have to know how to do everything. Mm-hmm. You have to know how to get everything done. And then the last thing a lot of people might, at least YouTube people, might yeah. find, viewers might find me to be abrasive or they might use a term like arrogant. But And this may be true, mm-hmm. but one thing that I'm always humble about is if you hire me to be your janitor, yeah. I'm going to clean them damn floors. Mm-hmm. You heard me? I'm going to clean the hell out them floors. And everybody who comes in, yes, sir, no, sir. And I'm going to act in the capacity of a servant because I respect hierarchy. And wherever I may fall in a hierarchy, I'm going to play that role. Mm-hmm. And that's a problem a lot of people, especially nowadays, they get outside their mind about Absolutely. where they really stand in life. <laughs> you dig what I'm saying? Absolutely. So I try to keep my feet planted on the ground and, and deal with what's real. Like when I came in your studio, mm-hmm. um, truth be told, I don't ever like to be searched by anybody yeah. but your security guy. I respect the fact that mm-hmm. he's providing security. You yeah. Know? Yeah, hey, whatever you said, do absolutely. Course. I come and I want to meet all of your staff. Not mm-hmm. that I might ever see them again, or, you <laughs> no, know, or there's any relevance. You definitely will see them again. Yeah. Though. Of course. But I came in their space, yeah. you know, and so I always want to conduct myself with that level of respect. And I tell people, when you leave, 
be a cool breeze to people. Mm -hmm. You know, they should be like, man, I wish that guy was around. That guy was real cool people. So that's how I try to get it in. And at the end of the day, be remarkable. So leave a mark. And if people want to act crazy, leave a scar. Yeah, man. Now, let's actually dive deeper into your background right before, you know, like we uh, move forward. Now, growing up in the hood really early on, did you know, like, yo, I was going to go to John um, John Hopkins. I was going to, you know, (laughs) dive deeper, you know, uh, into the education, did you know that education was gonna be like what takes you out? Look, <laughs> I'm gonna keep it a being with you, yeah. man. Um, when I was so one, I, I was fortunate in that you know it, science suggests that IQ is pretty much fixed, yeah. right? They, it doesn't really change. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I was fortunate in that I was blessed with IQ. And I know this because when I was in the third grade, I took a IQ test, the gifted and talented yeah. education test in California. And so I was put into accelerated courses as a result. So I knew that was there. Yeah. But when you're in a broken family and your your family basically are criminals, mm-hmm. unrepentant criminals, yeah. you heard me like, yeah. like, hey, you tried to get a nine to five. Yeah. Um, so that's pretty much all I knew. I, I can't say that I, I knew anyone personally that I was like, wow, this person's really bright or mm. someone who was in a proper professional job where they were yeah. earning well and happy and living well. So I engaged in, in you know, crime um, all the way up until a point where I figured out I was despicable. But yeah. I say that to say this, when I was in high school, uh, which I would go to inconsistently and late um, and I mostly went there to socialize. Yeah. The average black kid in the hood. Yeah, absolutely. That was also hustling his ass off. And then at some point, they have this time where your high school counselor comes around. And this is back in the day. So she had this big book with all your grades up to that point. Yeah. And uh, she, can't, she, she would sit outside the classroom. I was in English class. And she'd call out each student one by one. Mm-hmm. And then she called me out. And you sit down with her. And she'll go through your grades and say, these are the collection of universities you can apply to, like the tiers. Yeah. Cal State, UC, private, what have you. And she opened up the book and she went to my grades and went across the book with her fingers and then looked at me, a little Asian woman named Coco. And she said, why do you even come to school? Wow. And I was waiting for her to like proceed with the meeting, but for her, it was like over. It was like, I looked at your grades. Like, why why do you even show up here? Yeah. She she didn't even have to say like yeah. you know <laughs> and so the summary of that was there's no these were her exact words yeah. I, I remember these two sentences verbatim why do you even come to school and number two um, there is no college that will take you wow now it was funny because at the time I wasn't thinking about going to college yeah. but I was going through the process everyone else was going through at this time mm-hmm. like come out sit down with her and it was just really bad news and I was like damn. And ironically, I'd gotten into a situation at the high school. Um, uh, basically, people were like, have my name and the homie's name. And the homie's a gangster. Yeah. I've never been a gang member. The homie's a gang member. You heard yeah. me? Yeah. An active one, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, real one. So long story short, we had set up a situation and beat the snot out these people who was running <laughs> their mouth. And I end up in the teacher's lounge, I guess they were talking about, like, this kid Marquette's, he, why is he still here? He needs to be kicked out. Yeah. And there was a new teacher that had just came to the school to teach math as a substitute teacher, and mm-hmm. she kept hearing the name Marquette, which is a unique name. Yeah. And then I also worked at an after-school program as a cover for my mother to say, like, this is where I'm getting my money from. Yeah. It was a nice job. I really enjoyed <laughs> it. Yeah, I worked at an after-school program. So anyways, uh, I went to the after-school program after school, 
And this woman comes over to pick up her kids, black woman. Mm -hmm. And I was raised in part by a Southerner because my mother ended up on crack cocaine. So when she wow. abandoned me and my father was in the pen doing 10, yeah. um, I had to go live with my grandmother. Okay. Right. So she's a Southerner. Yes, sir. No, sir. Very polite. So when this woman came to pick up her kids, I said, um, hi, I'm Marquette. Nice to meet you. And she says, oh, Marquette, I heard about you. I said, yeah, I'm a legend yeah. out here. <laughs> yeah. When I tell you I was a... A nut as a kid, like savage. <laughs> your boy was a nut, bro. savage. I was like, yeah, I'm a legend out here. Yeah. And she was like, no, they were talking about you in the teacher's lounge. You know, one teacher was saying you're the dumbest kid she's ever had in her class. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? It's wow. crazy. And she was like, in another just teacher, messed up. yeah, yeah, and and another teacher was saying you're the smartest kid in the state mm -hmm. based on your scores. Yeah. Um, she says, you know what? I can help you. I said, yeah, I'm not looking for help. Yeah. She was like, no, you need help though. She was like, yeah, my daughter, I'm not going to say the girl's name, so my daughter yeah. so-and-so goes to Mayfield, which was like a all, I don't know if it's all girls or co-ed, but a very well-to-do private school. Yeah, She's really smart, and she's going to take the high school exit exam. Mm -hmm. If you're as smart as they say you are, you should be able to take it and pass no problem. Yeah. And in my head, I'm like, shorty, like, ain't nobody, <laughs> <laughs> who are you? I don't even right. know you. I know. I'm saving grace now, though, but yeah. And then so she literally said, give me your number. I was like, nah, I'm good. Yeah. She was like, give me your number. I was like, ma'am, I, I don't even know you. She was yeah. like, I'm not going to leave till you give me your number, and I'm going to have you take this exam, yeah. and you're going to get out of this school because this school is bad for you, mm. or you're bad for this school. Mm -hmm. Long story short, I ended up uh, taking the high school uh, proficiency exam, which was funny because her daughter didn't pass. Wow. I passed, but her daughter didn't pass, which is <laughs> funny, but you know that's how it happens. Pretty so, expected, though, right? Privileged kids usually, usually like, like, you know. I didn't really know any yeah. privileged kids. Honestly, you know, I was just a, a kid from the hood. Right? Yeah, I, I didn't know much, hadn't seen much. And so I, I was shocked when her daughter didn't pass. And, and I was also shocked when I passed. Yeah. Because at that, based on your experience in life up to then, mm -hmm. though I might have had higher IQ than my peers, I was still there with them in the ghetto. Yeah. I was still going through the same things, committing the same crimes having the same life experience. I viewed myself as the same. Yeah. And I was probably worse than most of them, truth be told. Mm -hmm. So anyways, um, once I passed that exam, the woman called me up straight away. And the funny thing is that my homie right here, he was Ryan. there too. Like, yeah, we go way back. You mm -hmm. dig like an old man hairline. <laughs> so he he was there for the whole process. And anything yeah. I ever say, yeah. there's a difference between me and these guys on the internet mm -hmm. is you can always check. Like, of course. This is a fee I issue. Of course. You hear me? If he yeah. mentions something, oh, here's the court case. <laughs> so... Um, in this case, uh, she called me up and said, hey, you passed the exam. And then I actually got scared. Like, oh, yeah. dang. Like, now I got to go go forward. Yeah. She said, you don't have to go to high school anymore. What? Which tripped me out because I was 16. And yeah. my mom had been harassing me every day. Like, hey, you got you to gotta go to school. Yeah. And I was like, wait, what you mean I don't have to go? She was like, you got, you passed. Yeah. You don't have to go. You done. This says, this is like a diploma. Oh, wow. And so I was 16. I was like, then I was like, damn, I could really start hustling now. Like, yeah. you heard me? I could murder the, the clock now. now. <laughs> yeah. uh, she was like, look, uh, I'm going to come get you and I'm going to yeah. tell you what you're about to do. We're about to go to Pasadena City College. Yeah. We're going to double enroll you. We had to get special permission for her to double enroll yes. me. She was like, you're a young kid. You get into a lot of trouble when you got spare time. We're going to enroll you in 24 credit hours, you don't which roll is me. twice as much. And she was like, and we're going to get you out of here within one year. You're going to do two years in one year. Wow. She was like, because you must be smart. And if you work hard and do what I tell you to do, yeah. you're going to be straight. And honestly, I was kind of like, oh, man. But she was just, she was thugging me out so yeah. hard. It's like I wasn't even trying to work with her, but she was she just white? making it. Black woman. What? Yeah, right, right, right. In a real way. 
And a lot of black women have shown, a lot of women have shown me love. Yeah. That's why when I come on, I don't ever do the thing. A lot of these guys are actual misogynists. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. People use the term errantly, but a yeah. lot of a lot of these guys who are speaking and have a falling are actually misogynists. Yeah. Boy, I love women. They love me. They've done me well. Yeah, no, nah, facts. So in, in short, um, I keep committing crime, right? Yeah. Like, I'm still doing what I was doing. And then there was one point at which I, I was, I ran this mission with the homies, yeah. and um, I'm not going to say what happened. It's in my book. It's not something I'm proud of. But yeah. long story short, we ran this mission, yeah. and at the end of the mission, I was like, damn, like, I'm, I'm a despicable person. Yeah. For having been a part of what we just did, yeah. I was like, I got to change my life. I can't keep doing this. And, and in my book, you can read like exactly what happened. But at that point, I was like, All right, I'm gonna do what she's telling me to do. Yeah. Because all I got to do is follow directions. I could do that. I did that. Got a damn near perfect score on the SAT, and I'm black. You heard me? Damn on the SAT too. <laughs> yeah. I got a damn near perfect score on the SAT. Yeah. Had like a three nine GPA, and. Uh, and I'm black. So yeah. it was like, I pretty much go wherever I want to go. Of course. So, but I was a hood kid, so I'd never been anywhere. Yeah. Um, so I got into schools that I probably should have went to because yeah. they were higher ranking than Berkeley. Yeah. But I didn't want to go too far. I actually wanted to go to UCLA because it was what I was familiar with. I'm an LA oh, kid. Oh, really? UCLA? UCLA, right? Yeah. But um, Mrs. Smith was smart. She said, you know what? You go to UCLA, you're, in her terms, your hood rat gang member friends are going to be over there. That's a fact. Yeah, and they're going to fuck you. Excuse me. They're going to mess fuck you up. up. Yeah, yeah, that's a yeah, fact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, a fact. They're going to mess you up. She was like, so we're going to send you up to Berkeley. Mm -hmm. I went up there, sight unseen, never visited it. It was, you know, first day, time to go to school. I went up there. Dominated. And, uh, you know, did my thing. Yeah. Had a good time, learned a new world, and, uh, you know, I was off to the races. Man, yo, like, because, like, we're, like, the opposite, right? Mm -hmm. So, so like, I was the kid where my parents also, like, uh, a proposition to school to have me take the IQ test, right? Because okay. I was somebody who got great grades. I'm, okay. I'm talking about great grades, right? But they, like, they sort of equated a, a kid who tried hard and overachieved to mm. intelligence. You're diligent. Yeah. yeah. So when I took it, though, guess my score? <laughs> a 95, right? Okay. So, right? But uh -huh. uh, I think the cutoff was like uh, 125 for mm. like the gifted program, which yeah. I did not make it, right? But... Sure. Like, I always say this, though, right? Mm -hmm. If God made me about 15 to 20 IQs higher, mm -hmm. I would have been a dropout. Mm -hmm. I would, right? Because it gets boring once you know too much, right? Like, if I know a lot, mm -hmm. if I know that I'm just smarter than everybody else, how do I go to class and have a stupid-ass teacher teach me something, right? Right? Like, like so for you, it's kind of like, damn, like, that's actually, like, a really big deal that you actually, like, Say, you know what, bro? I'm putting this shit on pause. I'm going to now try hard because high IQ, mm -hmm. most people with high IQ don't really have a strong work ethic because things just come easy. But once they do, I guess, grow that strong work ethic, they end up like you, man, where now you're like just, just like just killing shit, right? Now, once you guess like went like past through, you know, like, like, uh, like through Berkeley, John Hopkins. Sure. Now, when did you say, well, first off, what was the first company you started before content creating? Shoot, bruh. I've, I've done a lot. And one thing I always remind yeah. people of is that you only got to win one time. Absolutely. <laughs> you feel me? You only got to win one time. You heard Absolutely. Me? One hit. Yeah. I got a lot I can name, but my the first biz, like legitimate business that I did that had the potential to yeah. pass the million dollar mark yeah. um, was a company called Hobby Buddy. It was a tech company, mm. but I didn't know anything. Yeah. 
I took a political science degree at Berkeley. I took a degree in education with a focus on instructional uh, technology uh, yeah. at Johns Hopkins University. So I didn't really know much in general, mm -hmm. right? And so I, I created this company, which consumer-facing, consumers really liked it. Mm -hmm. Investors wouldn't back it, one, in part because I didn't have the proper background. Yeah. And most importantly, I didn't have a proper business model. Mm -hmm. Revenue model wasn't there. The dollars weren't coming in. Yeah. Investors will invest in you no matter what color you are yeah, as absolutely. long as you can turn things green. Absolutely. So I learned a lot, and that was like taking an MBA. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people ask me, "Why question, I go back to university, get a business degree or do X, Y, and Z? I'm like, no, mm -hmm. they let me give lectures at top MBA programs, yeah. Chicago Booth, all that. Yeah, I've been there. I've given lectures there and I don't have an MBA. Yeah. Because most of what you're learning there, you're doing case studies on Fortune 500 companies. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, yeah. You're learning how to be a good C-suite employee. <laughs> Uh -huh. A worker. Yeah, precisely. So Hobby Buddy was my favorite first company because it was started from joy and passion. Mm -hmm. I was sophomoric, and it was a great education. Mm -hmm. And um, and from there, man, you know, we we got it going. You Yo, know? listen, talk that ish, man. Yeah. What company made you the first level of some type of wealth? The first one is a little-known company, yeah. and what people don't realize is when, you, A, you're dealing with private companies, yeah. and B, you're dealing with acquisitions. Yeah. Often these things are not talked about in the public for good reason. Sometimes an acquiring company will buy your company to kill it. Yeah. Sometimes they'll buy it to innovate within their company, but mm -hmm. sometimes they buy it to kill it. Long story short, um, <laughs> I, at the same time, and there's a guy with a genius IQ who he was asked, you know, what do you do when you have two good opportunities and you can't tell which way to go with a fork in the road? Yeah. He said, go down both sides. Mm. So I'm running a company that at the time had been renamed to Fletch, which was doing really well for me. Yeah. Taking me around the world, doing yeah. really well for me. Then I had an idea, which I thought was a stroke of genius, because when I was in South Korea, I went to South Korea to open an office in Pongyo. Yeah. And so, and doing a lot of other things there. It was lovely. Yeah. I had the finest uh, uh, Korean teacher you ever wanted to see. <laughs> you heard me? Oh, Lord, jeez. I'm still, I'm still mad about it. Fine as hell, probably. Lord. Yeah. But anyways, when I was there, I realized, one, that Americans don't have the fastest internet in the world. Mm -hmm. Americans are overpaying for their internet. Absolutely. You know, we're talking about our broadband, DSL, cable internet, all that stuff. We're overpaying. We don't have the fastest internet. I was like, oh, that's, how's that work out? That's, yeah unexpected. Mm -hmm. We're the most powerful, wealthiest country in the world. I was like, okay. So we have high prices. That means that there's a, when you seg you do customer segmentation, yeah. there are portions of the market that can't afford high-speed internet mm -hmm. or don't want to afford high-speed internet. Yes. And so I was thinking like, how many of these customer segments are left in the dark, but it's a significant pool of money that can be accessed. Yeah. So for example, say you're looking at uh, Comcast Cable, their, their beginner internet package, say it's like 40 bucks yeah. a month. Well, a low-income family might be able to afford 20 bucks a month. Absolutely. And where do they live? They live in apartments generally, yeah. right? Tenements. And so long story short, what I did was this, because I currently was the CEO of a thriving technology company Absolutely. with investors and institutional investors, and some of which are, invest are founders of some of the biggest tech companies in the world, mm. which I know you've personally used, everyone in this room has. Yeah. Um, but you cannot say, okay, I'm the CEO of this company. Yeah. I'm also going to found another company <laughs> and be CEO of that company yeah. at the same time. Absolutely. Your investors are going to get mad. <laughs> Things are going to get shaky. Yeah. Unless maybe you're Elon Musk, that's a whole different level. Yeah. 
But what I did was I had a girlfriend I was dating at the time, mm -hmm. little, uh, aunt, like, she grew up Mennonite, if you know what that is. She's yeah. a very religious Christian. She grew up, like, in rural Pennsylvania. God damn. Around the Amish. Amish, wow. Yeah, yeah. So she was, like, super off the grid, simple, good girl, yeah. pure. Follow directions, too. Pure, yeah. So the direction was, I was like, sure, do we plan Simon Says? Guess who Simon <laughs> is? Yeah. Uh, here go the you. plan and the script. Yeah. <laughs> Follow it. So so I said, look, um, I'm going to start this company. You're going to be the CEO. Oh, wow. I'll be the CTO. Yeah. And you'll be the top line person. I'll be the bottom line yeah. person. I'll be in the shadows, but I'll do everything every now and then. I need you to go give a pitch or yeah. you know X, Y, and Z, but I'm going to get all the business done. Yeah, absolutely. I also had, before that, opened an office for my tech company, Fletch, mm -hmm. in northern Michigan in a yachting community. Yeah. I met a good guy over there who's very cash liquid. Yeah. So I put some cash in. He put some cash in. We then went to New York, deployed oh, wow. this technology. It was called Why Not, W-I-N-O-T, yeah. Why Not. And the idea is like, why not share your Wi-Fi, yeah. right? So you can share your Wi-Fi with your neighbor in the next door apartment, oh, wow. right? Oh, okay. So what I was allowing you to do, if you're paying 40 bucks a month for yeah. internet, now you're paying 20 because this person is paying you monthly and we're handling the billing. Yeah, so it's like a recurring amount of money sent to you and we just take our small cut. Yeah. Two, three dollars. Yeah. We get the whole building. We got 200 people doing it. We're spending that around monthly recurring revenue. Yeah. And guess how much infrastructure we needed? Almost none. We're none. just a payment processing platform, yeah, essentially. Um, I'm not going to name any names, but there are a lot of large telco companies in South Korea where they have superior internet, yeah. um, which makes it better for sharing. Mm -hmm. And they also are into tenement living in South Korea. They don't have single family detached yeah. in Seoul, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So this is perfect for that environment. Yeah. So long story short, there there's a large telco company that's, hey, I like what you're doing. Mm -hmm. um, here's the number. We can talk about it, but not for long. Yeah. That's the number? Shit, here, take it, man. <laughs> Throw 20% on top of it. And yeah. We, we call it a day. You take, you take everything. You take yeah. everything. You want this jacket. You take everything. Take it all, man. Um, so, you know, did that deal. And, you know, before we finished the deal, actually, Forbes ended up doing an article on yeah. the technology when we did our first deployment in New York. Yeah. And so we were getting popping. We closed the deal real quick, and then lights went out on everything. That's yeah. why you don't hear about it after that. Yeah, of course. Absolutely. And so it's always funny to me on the Internet when you hear people say, like, oh, you know, so-and-so's not this, or he yeah. ain't done that. I'm like, how many of your Internet gurus who are teaching yeah. you, how many were in Forbes? Like, that's that, true. That's not a blog, my boy. Like, yeah. that's... That's what, yeah, you know? that's actually Forbes, yeah, right? That's yeah, that's not a blog, my boy. Yo, right? And why like I asked that because I wanted the people to know who they're dealing with. Before we even dive into the content creator shit. I appreciate right? that. Yes, I sir. wanted them them to know the caliber of human being we're dealing with, right? Because like, like when we talk about the content creation, yeah. like they like like they they tend to box in content creators in like a certain, right? Yeah. And like judge them off their subs. But, like, we're dealing with a dude who made millions no. before even touching the fucking YouTube channel, right. right? So now let's transition into when did you say, yo, you know what? I'm about to start a YouTube channel and why? Because a lot of people will say that the big homie started a YouTube channel to start a cult. Mm. And to kind of, like, right? And to I need be a influential. <laughs> I need a I'm a cult leader t-shirt. Yeah. I got a super villain t-shirt, you did? Yeah, man, come uh, on. I am the bad guy out here in a real way. But it gets Speak like on that. that. Well, number one, yeah. it is no measure of good health yeah. to be well-adjusted in a sick society. Mm. You dig? Bro, that's a bar right there. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Say it again one time, bro. They missed it. They might have missed it. 
it is no measure of good health yeah. to be well adjusted in a sick society. Man, that's a bar. So, number one, there are a lot of cults going on that we don't appropriately address. Yeah. I grew up around one of them. Mm -hmm. Westside Denver Lane PDL. Oh, wow, that's a gang, right? Yeah. Yes. Wow. Yeah. 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 <laughs> wow, yeah. wow. Yeah. that sounds serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, they have a language. Yeah. Blood, I'm baking back, being boo, boking on the bing, bing, blood. Yeah. Okay, they got a language. They they have religious practices, including dances and songs. Mm -hmm. Sweet daddy got dick. Sweet daddy gets active. <laughs> you heard me? Yeah. Yeah. Um, they got their own little dances, kind of like when you know people catch the Holy Ghost yeah. in church. And they even have their armies, and mm -hmm. they commit indiscriminate murder based on color. Crime, yeah. How often do we see the goofy African-American population call out that cult? Like that at all. And what do they teach you to do? Ride on the enemy, yeah. blood. Mm -hmm. Blub, I'm a bus on the crab, blood. I'm active. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they even have their own markings that go along with it. Mm -hmm. I got I got homies I didn't bring here on purpose. <laughs> yeah, of course. I homies I didn't tell that I'm back here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, they got a a, a CK on their neck. Mm -hmm. They got people hood on their forehead, whacked out. Yeah. No, that's a dangerous cult. Yes. Then what do I do? Peep this. So I, I'm chilling with my folks last night. Mm -hmm. People in LA I grew up with. Yeah. Uh, they doing what people do. Hang out, you, you heard me hop in the koozie, uh, turn on the TV, watch the game, yeah. have some barbecue, and have some drinks. I, I ain't touch a drop of alcohol. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we, we could call it a cult. Mm -hmm. I call it the assassin. You know, mm -hmm. We don't engage in intoxicants. Why? Because it will destroy you. Absolutely. And I know for a fact it'll destroy you because mm -hmm. I've seen it my whole life. Yes. Especially destroying people of color. Yes. Now that's number one. Then number two, when we woke up, Woke up early. Mm -hmm. Hey, fellas, what y'all up to? Fantastic. Yo, yo, suit up. We about to get this work in. Yeah. 30 minutes of sweat every day. Mm -hmm. Exercise is prayer. Sweat is the holy water. Mm -hmm. yeah, Absolutely. We, we going to nourish ourselves. Mm -hmm. We going to get that exercise in. We got a three-sentence Bible. Number one, be yourself. Yes, sir. Number two, be good to yourself. Yes, sir. Number three, be good to good people. Mm -hmm. Nowhere in what I share do I say, Praise me yeah. or be like me. I Absolutely. tell you the opposite. Be like you. Figure mm -hmm. out who you are. Be that mm -hmm. and show the best of who you are. Mm -hmm. You hear me? Now, only a wicked, evil, psychotic person could <laughs> misunderstand a guy who says, don't drink alcohol, don't smoke yeah. cigarettes, mind your good health, yeah. be responsible, <laughs> take good care of people. Oh, and by the way, let me help you figure out how to make a dollar. Absolutely. Because it turns out like Wu-Tang told you, mm -hmm. cream. Cash rules everything around me. Yes. Last month, I sent out $13,000 to my fans. Mm -hmm. Not a handout, because I don't believe in handout. I believe in cold capitalism. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. But, but I taught them how to create products. Mm -hmm. I helped them with that process to get it all the way from ideation to market. Yes. And then if they needed a design, I gave them a design. Like these very shoes right here, I designed these shoes. Those are sweet, man. I, I appreciate you, Playboy. Those are amazing. And I let one of my fans, one of the saints, yeah. take this design as his own, and he sells it, and oh, he wow. makes the money. Oh, wow. That's not. Nah, that's love. And I've done that about 23 different times. You can go to thesassin.com, T-H-E-S-A-S-N.com, and it'll say, Joe Blow, mm -hmm. product. 
When you click buy, mm -hmm. he gets the money. Wow. No one's doing that. Absolutely not. And most importantly, the biggest issue for, as they would call it, foundational black Americans, shout out to Tariq, mm -hmm. has been economic. Yes. And of the people who would purport to be leaders, what they usually do is, hey, donate to my school. Yeah. Uh, Omar Johnson. Hey, 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 <laughs> donate to my fill in the blank. Yeah, yeah. I'm the only one that said, here it is to you. Like, I'm not asking you to give to me. I'm giving it back to you. Yes, absolutely. And whatever you gave to me, you're going to get it back in spades. Yes. So I think that's a radically different thing. If people, um, I've never heard anyone say to me. Yeah, like, of course not. You know, but, you know, the same, the center nation. You dig You got hands. Or you feel, yeah, yeah. Listen, listen, you got hands. Right? So they know, yeah. like, you know, for me not to come yeah. to you with that fuck shit. Yeah and, yeah, and in real life, to be honest with you, I remember I was in the gym recently. It was funny. I'm, yeah. I'm hitting a heavy bag, and it was two guys lifting near me. And I think they, because they saw me hitting the heavy bag, yeah. they're talking about something that had happened to one of their partners. He got gunned down. Mm -hmm. And they're like, you know, that's some coward stuff, man. You should just fight it out. And, you know, like, you can't just go around shooting people. And, and in my head, I was like, I don't fight strangers. Yeah. Because when I was coming up, they'd air you out. Absolutely. You might win that fight and get aired out. Yeah, absolutely. Or you could die in a fight. Mm-hmm. If I don't know you, bro. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. <laughs> may God have mercy on both of us because I'm going to go hard. Yeah, And course. that's why I tell my people, I said, be a serious man. Yes. Watch what you say. You don't know who you're talking to. Yeah. I'm not talking about me. I'm saying in general, yeah. you could be a complete psychopath. Mm -hmm. I don't want to find out. I'm going to be polite to you. I don't want to find out. Absolutely. You got black people are so misguided. And I and the assassins for all of humankind. But yeah. I'm just mentioning black folks because we'll probably talk a little bit later. Yeah. I had to correct a lot of people. Oh, yeah. We're going to get to yeah. it. You feel me? Um, they'll say like, oh, so-and-so ain't hood. So-and-so ain't this. Was well, Jeffrey Dahmer hood? Mm. He didn't call more bodies than anybody you know. Absolutely. Is he hood? He doesn't look like a savage. <laughs> you hear me? Nah, that's a fact. Yeah, he, he ain't got, he ain't covered in tattoos. Mm -hmm. So it's like, be polite, show respect to people. You'll live a good, prosperous life. Nah, absolutely. But just for the record, in case people want to know, yeah. I'm really what I say I am, mm -hmm. and I hope we don't ever have to find out. Nah, that's a fact, man. Now, let's speak on the quote-unquote manosphere now. I always say there's the manosphere and there's yeah. the manosphere. Meaning, okay. like, we have this generic, like, sorry, generic red pill term for the manosphere. Mm -hmm. But then there's, like, the trenches yeah. of the manosphere. Now, okay. did you uh, go into content creating saying, yo, I'm going to enter into the manosphere? Or was it just by accident? Because you actually went in and, and, and like, said something very important. I'm an apex predator, and my goal is to hunt alpha males. Mm. That was a bar. That was mm. prolific. Yeah. And then I seen you absolutely obliterate a couple niggas, but I think the first nigga was yeah. sinful to pee. That wasn't the first, and it won't yeah. be the last. Yeah, no, nah, he wasn't the first. There was a couple before him. Yeah. Um, we call him uh, criminal to pee dophile. <laughs> you heard me? Yeah, in real life, yeah. he got, he oh, got really? cases. Wow. And I went through this in one of my videos. He actually has cases for his crimes, which are not only illegal, mm -hmm. but immoral. That's the issue. It's, it's immoral. Yeah. You don't go out and get a black girl who's age 13 pregnant. Wow. While you're in your late 20s. Wow. You don't do that. That's Yeah, that's sick. It's very sick. Very. And it's upon men to establish moral law and most importantly to enforce it. Yes. And one of the strange things about the internet, you could be anybody you want to be. Mm -hmm. Half these boys is, is reinvented. 
That's yeah. what kills me about the manosphere. I'm like, how y'all talking about women, but y'all ain't never got women? Mm. You didn't reinvented yourself in college <laughs> like DJ Fatademics. You heard Ooh. me? Yeah, he was a loser his whole life. Said it on Black TV. When I was in high school, I was the weird Jamaican kid. Nobody wanted to hang out with me. Yeah, that's because you got a fat face and you have a bad personality yeah. and you can barely speak English, bro. Yeah, that's why. Yep. Then you didn't reinvented yourself. But yeah. I say all that to say this. When I came in, I didn't have no respect for anybody because yeah. I didn't come from an environment where we pretend to respect you if we don't. Yeah. I came from an environment where we will confront you. Yeah. When you walk up and we don't know you, blood, where you from, blood? Yeah. Oh, that's so-and-so cousin? Well, so-and-so ain't here, blood, kick rocks. Yeah. I came from that. Yes. So that's how I get down. I'm not going to pretend I respect you when I don't. Yeah. And the thing is, they out here lying. Absolutely. How are you teaching people-ism mm. when you over here trafficking children? That's why real dudes... Yeah are getting these long sentences because it went from pimping yeah. to sex trafficking due to you trafficking innocent minors. Wow. So you've done a great disservice to the whole game, to the child, and also to real peas that's out here trying to make some paper. You did. Wow. How did he come on, on your radar? Thank you for asking me yeah. that. And here's the funny thing. Every time you hear me speak up on somebody, mm -hmm. bruh, I'm thorough, man. I don't ever speak up on a man without banging his line Hey, let me holla at you real quick, bro. Yeah. Like, you did X, Y, and Z, or you said X, Y, and Z mm -hmm. that I have an issue with. Mm -hmm. I don't ever bring anybody out the blue. In his case, it was unique. Mm -hmm. For a whole two-year period, yeah. he made nine videos talking about the big homie. That's stalkish. Yeah. <laughs> That's... And in my video, yeah. I actually have my editor chop it up. I was like, bro, go get all the evidence. So I play it where you could hear him constantly bringing up the same in the center. That's insane. Now, the thing is, I never said anything about Lil Buddy for a couple reasons. Yeah. Number one, if you was a street dude, oh, we ain't got to go on the internet. Yeah, of course. And last I checked, you were supposed to be in Las Vegas. Well, guess who the mayor now? You. I'm outside in Las Vegas. Yeah. Matter of fact, I'm anywhere you find money and women. Absolutely. Huh? Yeah, always outside. Mm -hmm. And half the time I'm dolo because I'm an introvert. Mm -hmm. See what see what it do with me. <laughs> but you out hiding in Canada. Yeah. And the reason you hiding in Canada... It's because you got open cases for playing with them children, boy. Wow. That's why you hiding out there. Wow. So you got an open invitation to see, see me in person. But here's the thing. Yeah. I would have never spoke up on him if he didn't keep saying my name nine times out of nowhere. You, 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 bro, like, I seen also, too, like, in, in, in like, that community, the manosphere, like, I feel like that's what they do, right? Like, they hop on these, like, live streams and talk about other men for 12 hours a day, right? And, like... I get confused because right? you actually give content, right, that's yeah. evergreen, meaning, like, I can go back mm. two years and see you talking about how to be a righteous man, right, how to dress, how to talk to women, right? I can get some, I guess, advice and ask you some, like, great meaty content, right? Fine wine. Opposed to the type of content from the majority of the manosphere, which is, again, like, folks don't even know, there's the mainstream manosphere, then there's the trenches. The trenches is... Just about attacking the other yeah. content creators. It's nothing else. Now, you squashed it with, like, Kevin Samuels before his death, right? We can't even... You squashed beef. Yeah. See, there was never any beef. Yes. And I'm glad you asked that, and mm -hmm. I'm going to be very brief about this because yeah. people are sensitive about those who have passed away, right? So I'll be very yeah. brief about I, yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. But as I said, I've never in my whole life mm -hmm. been a hater. Absolutely and I've not. never, I, I, when I see people win, I'm so, I'm proud of them. Mm -hmm. You hear me? Shout out to you. Mm -hmm. Hey, man, I appreciate you, man. 
lot of respect. Yeah. You wouldn't be here without work ethic. You, you know what I'm saying? Without you too, though, man. Hey, I appreciate it. You feel hey, me? Thank you. Bro, thank I you. was in a fucking college dorm room like watching you, my nigga. You feel Word. me? Yeah, bro. See, that's that's what adds it up for me yeah. right there. I appreciate that. Yeah, man. Yeah. Love, man. Yeah. Look. Oh, man. See, you about to get me emotional, bro. Nah, come that, on, man. It's true, that's, man. That's what means something to me because yeah. I was in this world without guidance. Yes. Do you know how different and more efficient my path to success could have been if someone would have just gave me some game? Mm -hmm. When I was in Berkeley, I did not know what to study. I ended up in political science, yeah. not knowing it was some useless BS. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? If yeah. an older man could have said, youngin, that don't pay, youngin. Yeah, tech, in tech. Yeah. Yeah. Mess with this electrical engineering and computer science. Yeah. You know, mess with this accounting. Yeah. Hell, mess with mortuary science. Something that will lead you to a vocation. Absolutely. Gainful employment. Mm -hmm. That's why I did it, make your path easier. Mm -hmm. So I appreciate that. Now, getting back to uh, Mr. Samuels. So number one, and a lot of people don't know this story, and there's so many people that can vouch, mm -hmm. and there's documentation. Yeah. When Kevin Samuels and I became familiar with one another, at that time I was more famous than he was. And yes. I wouldn't even consider myself famous. Mm -hmm. Um, the way I became, I came to know him is one of my youngins mm -hmm. DM'd me and said, Marquette, there are two people I get a lot of great advice from, you mm -hmm. and Kevin Samuels. Mm. He gives me great business advice. I just did a consultation <laughs> with him. Yeah. You guys should do a collab. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't read all my DMs. My assistant reads the DMs. She'll sometimes respond if she knows what I'm going to say. She's been with me for five years, yeah. right, in my other businesses before this. Mm -hmm. She'll respond or she'll do the requisite research and present the information. Hey, Marquette, they said this. Who's Kevin Samuels? It's this person. What do you want me to say? Mm -hmm. Do you want me to reach out, set it up? So she comes back and she says, you know, you're not going to like this. She says, so-and-so, which is one of my youngins that I've been mentoring for a while, so-and-so said he paid this guy this money for a business consultation mm -hmm. and you should do a collab. So I figured that'd be great. I researched him and I was going to reach out to him and say, hey, let's set up a collab. She's like, but I researched him and he doesn't have any requisite business experience oh, wow. that he could give advice to anyone, yeah. not, not paid advice. Yeah. So I said, oh, say word. So I look into it and she was like, yeah, look at his website. And then so we, I was like, okay, mm -hmm. you know, that's sick. What do I do? Do I go on YouTube and make a video? <laughs> no. No. I DM'd him. Mm -hmm. on his Patreon. Hey, you know, this young man who's one of mine yeah. paid you this amount of money for a business consultation and we've checked and we don't believe you have the requisite experience to give business advice, yeah. not about a tech company, to this young man. Would you be kind enough to refund him? Mm -hmm. He didn't respond. Then we emailed him. Okay. He didn't respond. Then we reached out two more ways. Mm -hmm. And my assistant was doing all of this. Yeah. Documented too, by the way. Correct. Yeah. He never responded. So then I said, let hell fire rain down on him because <laughs> yeah. he's a dirtbag and he's scamming the youngins. Yeah. That's not what an OG does. Mm -hmm. OG takes care of the youngins. You school the youngins. You game them up. You don't take from them. Mm -hmm. So at this time that I made the video, Kevin Samuels exposed, mm -hmm. he was not famous. So that goes against the lie that you hear a lot of people say, you were cloud chasing. <laughs> yeah. He wasn't. When I made the video, I had more subscribers. I had more patrons. Yeah. I was the big, I was big to him. Yeah, big homie. I'm putting him on. Yeah. <laughs> he, 
He became famous because he was disparaging a black woman in the public sphere mm -hmm. off some Jerry Springer, Maury Povich stuff. And yeah. then after that, he started giving meaningful advice, which at his age, you should be able to do that. Of course. But when a young man, young black man goes to you and you scam him yeah. on something you don't know anything about, and then another adult male addresses you and says, refund him, mm -hmm. you should have just gave that little 80 bucks back or whatever. <laughs> yeah. You, know what you should have just gave that back. Yeah, of course. And I stand on that to this day. Mm -hmm. Now, as I said, I'm the mayor of Saint City. Yeah. So he came through my city. He ain't say nothing. You heard me just show up. Yeah. Somebody banged my line. Oh, hey, homie, right here. You want me to? You want me to like? Yeah. I was like, no, nah, no. Nah, I'm down the street. I'm gonna pull up. Yeah. And this is a good story to tell. Of course. Um, and I won't go into the details of what we talked about. But long story short, I'm at uh, a certain resort, and I got a couple places on the strip. Mm-hmm. I'm at a certain spot. They're like, yeah, he at Bellagio right now. Pull up. Oh, for sure. Mm -hmm. Hop out the whip, wearing a bright floral shirt. Man. You heard me? Hop out the whip, doors go up. He sees me. I hop out. I'm walking straight at him. Yeah. He immediately, I could see that look in his face like, oh. Did <laughs> he run or? <laughs> no, nah, he didn't run. Okay, stay. It, it, no, he like stiffened up. And okay, gotcha. It, it was kind of like one of those things like, oh, like, I've been set up kind of situation. Yeah. Right? Like, this is not coincidental. Ah. So long story short, I walk up on him. First thing I say to him is like, hey, man, I said, and, you know, just make sure that this doesn't get flagged by YouTube, mm -hmm. but like, I said X, Y, and Z about you, essentially that you guzzle skizzle, Skittles. Yeah. Use a Skittle guzzle. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, whether you guzzle Skittles or not, yeah. that's not a proper thing to say because mm -hmm. a lot of men follow you, Yeah. and I don't want people to think that about you mm -hmm. if men follow you. Absolutely. I apologize to you oh, because wow. I don't want any... Body following you mm -hmm. with you having the label of someone who guzzles Skittles when you're supposed to be teaching them how to be a man. Because mm -hmm. that's not manly. Mm -hmm. He was like, I appreciate that. Mm -hmm. I was like, now you in my city, you ain't, you ain't, you ain't <laughs> called, you ain't let me know you're coming <laughs> yeah. through. I was like, you know, I could, I could do you a favor out here. Yeah. And he's like, oh, you know, we should, we should, uh, you know, I'd be happy to collaborate, which I'm about to go do X, Y, and Z. He's like, yeah, I got a penthouse here. I was like, yeah, me too. Yeah. Which I think I think he thought he was flossing on me. I was yeah. like, yeah, no, like, yeah, me too, actually. <laughs> yeah. He's like, yeah, this is my number. Yeah, just just call me and we'll put something together. So yeah. he gave me his room number, yeah. what have you. And he was like, yeah, you know, we'll collaborate, blah, blah, blah. You know, next time I'm coming down, or if you're in Atlanta, yeah. or, or I think he said he was going to Atlanta after that. But it, yeah. was, a, it was a cordial conversation. Mm -hmm. We exchanged a couple other words, and that was pretty much it. Yeah. Now, the funny thing about it, too, and you've heard uh, another YouTuber, and I don't want to say his name because I don't know if he wants his name sure. said, but... He's a friend of uh, Kevin's. Okay. And he said, he's like, you know what? I wanted to do a collaboration with you, yeah. Saint, but I didn't do it because I was a good friend with Kevin and he used to talk so bad about you. And he said, when he sees you, yeah. he going to knock you out. Oh, man. When he sees you, he going <laughs> to knock you out. Yeah, big dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I'm like 6'6", six, 6'1". Six, yeah. He like 6'3", six, 6'4", six, something like that. You're definitely like six two, right, or six three ish? Because I'm like, yeah, I feel you're... like a giant though. Yeah, you heard me? yeah, yeah. I feel yeah. like a giant out here. Yeah, yeah, it don't matter though, man. Because I didn't put some big boys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you they tower could... over me for sure. Yeah. yeah. Hey, look, somebody could be nine foot eighty. I'm going in. Yeah. I'm going in. We... <laughs> yeah. It don't matter. But long story short, the this YouTube cat, he said, yeah, you know, when he he said when he see you, he gonna knock you out. Mm -hmm. I said, like, word, that's crazy, because. Nah, like, like he was like, oh, let's take, let's take a selfie. This will be funny. This will break the internet. Mm -hmm. So we smiling, taking selfies. Yeah. Right? And I told dude, I was like, you know, you, that's your homie. I don't know him. Yeah. 
Um, but there was never a beef, so there was never a, a need to like come to blows over it, number one. Yeah. And he's a mature gentleman. I would never expect him to do that. Yeah. I think he just made a mistake. His mistake was scamming that boy. Yeah, of course. And then the second mistake was when somebody addressed you, you ain't fess up. Yeah, of course. Those were the two mistakes. And I also made a mistake, which mm-hmm. was I said he guzzles Skittles mm-hmm. when he does. Well, I don't know if he does or yeah. doesn't. I hear he, he he went out and it was a super thick Latina yeah, around bad. there. You heard me? Yeah, bad yeah praise the Lord. That's <laughs> how I want to go out. <laughs> yeah. So apparently maybe he doesn't. And that's a mistake because we too often put that label on people and, mm-hmm. and that's not a, that's that's a despicable thing to call someone. Yeah, effects. So everyone should know that as a man, if you do something that's not right, mm-hmm. righteous thing to do is correct it. Yeah, absolutely. Correct it. Yeah. Um, so that's what I did. And um, so, you know, he was actually the first person that got got bodied in the public forum. Oh, wow. And that hurt a lot of other people's feelings. And yeah. then, so the bodies just kept dropping. Yeah. Yeah, right. So, like, I would say this, man. Like, you can never take the truth as disrespect, no matter what form the truth is put in, right? So... Church. So, right, right. So, like, you were the first to, I guess, kind of, you know, like, dive deeper into, like, Kevin Samuel's background. Yeah. And then I think he went on Vlad TV and, uh-huh. and, and kind of... <laughs> Uh-oh. Right? And, Uh-oh. And, like, kind of confirmed... A bunch of what you said about like how he never actually. Now I love Kevin Simmons, right? So Kevin Samuels fanboys finna take this as disrespect. Yeah, yeah. The truth can be no disrespect. Right. We just gotta pay homage as homage is due. Where he did make a video mm-hmm. two years prior, okay, calling out certain truths, mm. and Kevin Samuels confirmed damn near everything you said about not actually having a degree, yeah, et cetera, et cetera. Right, right, right. right. So, so like when you see he, I guess admitted to it during like that interview was it vindication like. Yo, I've been told y'all this, man. Nah, because my life has never been about tearing down. Yeah. You know, my life has always been building. It's always been this way. And you'll find that people are hyper-focused on putting, making others small because they think that'll make them feel big. Mm-hmm. I've always been the big homie my whole life. And that's why when I came in a YouTube game, I said, yeah, you could listen to, to so-and-so about how to get the females. Mm-hmm. Or you could listen to the big homie and check my background. Like, I was voted best smile in high school. I was voted Mr. Irresistible. Mm-hmm. I was voted best dress in high school. Like, Which is irrelevant because yeah. it's high school. But it's verifying to you that the whole way through, mm-hmm. I've been flying high. Absolutely. Like I didn't reinvent I'm telling you from the source. You say so-and-so wrote a book. I am the book. Yeah. I'm the book. I'm the living word. <laughs> nah, Nigga, soak this up. Yeah. But anyways, uh, with regards to him, I didn't, feel, I didn't feel like, yes, he admitted the lies. Because mm-hmm. one thing I realized, truth, seekers of truth, mm-hmm. they going to mess with the truth all day, every day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It was only the people who choose blindness mm-hmm. that believed in things that were clearly not true. For example... Just recently, somebody said, oh, he didn't go to the universities he said he went to. Oh, who said that? A, a nut. Oh, okay. A nut. Yeah. A clear. nut. And, <laughs> and I'm, on my, I'm on my live session. My assistant is there. And she was like, and she gets appalled because when you've known someone over a long yeah. period of time and you've seen what they do behind the scenes, like yeah. people don't even know the, the things I donate money to, the places I volunteer mm-hmm. around the world. Like they have not the foggiest yeah. idea. Absolutely. But she knows and sees and writes checks. Like when I do payroll and I paid out 13000 last month, she knows the names of these young men who are 17 years old in Miami, 19 years old in Wisconsin. Like she knows these people. She mm-hmm. knows what I actually do. So she says, she was like, Marquette, they just said you didn't go to these colleges. She was like, not only did you go, here's a link. He's a distinguished alumnus. He's gotten awards from the Johns Hopkins University, yeah. which means among all the brainiacs who graduated, <laughs> yeah. he one of them ones that they're saying, you brought honor upon us. Yes. 
The degree gives you honor. Yeah. They're saying you brought honor upon us. We're giving you an award. Man, man, man. And, and Facts, so man. I say that to say, like, if people are going to go in the comments and say he didn't graduate from those colleges, mm -hmm. they could have easily just Googled my name and the college name, and yeah. they would have found that link themselves. Absolutely. But they didn't want to find it. Mm -hmm. And so increasingly I find in this media game, and I'm learning a lot because mm -hmm. I'm, I'm not a show business guy. Yeah. I'm a I'm a business guy. I'm a tech guy. A real one. Yeah. So I'm I'm learning, you know, how they engage in their propaganda. Yeah. And you know, we we just turning it up and fixing things. And that's why I appreciate you being real enough to invite me on and a lot of other guys you've invited on. Because yeah. I see the kind of moves you're doing and yeah. you're adding something to no jumper. Tariq, you, you feel and Riza. Yeah, and yeah, 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 absolutely. Guys me? that probably and even I heard Adam when you had um, when Tariq was talking about, he's like, yeah, Adam said, well, you're in L.A. I'm surprised we haven't already done this. Yeah. Well, well, it's happening now because you, right? Yeah, man. So I think that that says a lot about you, and I appreciate that, and I respect yeah. that. Yo, like, I wanted to reach out sooner, right? But, like, I always thought that you would have said no because it's kind of like, yo, yo, bro, like, you're traveling to Europe and just doing, like, yeah, a thousand different things. Yeah. I never thought that, like, you would actually, like, come and sit down with down with no jumpery, right? Yeah. And do like a, you know, like a tele interview, right? But now let's transition, man. Yeah. So academics. <laughs> and you call him fat academics, right? Livingston. <laughs> now listen, I love both of you guys, yeah. right? But that Jamaican accent you yeah. did, yo, how'd you practice that, bro? Yeah, like that? Bro, I, I <laughs> been, I've been to the island, you heard me? I had me a couple of them things. Yeah. So, you know. Man, why y'all beefing, man? <laughs> nah, there's no beef, because if it was a beef. Yes. If it was a beef, the discourse. It can't be a beef. Yeah. Yeah, I <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Who is he? Mm-hmm. Can't beef with me. Yeah. I'm out here. I'm way out his caliber <laughs> in terms of beef. You hear me? Yeah. He was beefing with a broad. What? Who you, uh Selena Power? Whoever the broad was. You yeah. see him like his buddy recording it and he yelling at the broad. She took his hat off his head, threw it. Yeah. You know, disrespect him in the public sphere. You ain't never in life heard. You ain't never in life seen that with a guy. Or a girl disrespect yeah. me like that in public, never in life. We not even cut from the same cloth. We yeah. could never beef. Mm -hmm. He wouldn't even want that. Oh, shit. So that's that's out. We always just have to speak accurately on that because I don't want people to be like, you know, like that will, there are people who love me yeah. that actually know me in real life. Absolutely. Yeah. I wouldn't want to say it's beef. Yeah. Nah, that's you a fact. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, as a fact. Yeah. Very careful, yeah. Yeah. So that's number one. The number two... <laughs> So I'm a loyal dog. You, you're like, mm -hmm. I grew up, hey, if you go on the stand, you lie for your man and you fry for your man. Yeah. If that's your man. Yeah. That's who you chose to hang out with, ride with him to the end. Yeah. So there's some guys in the internet space that early on, I was like maybe one of the first major guests to go on Fresh and Fit. Yes, Fresh and Fit. Yeah. And from a data standpoint, when I went on there, they had the highest live viewers they had ever had. Yes. Right? And- I wasn't trying to be like a YouTuber. I didn't really, I wasn't working at it. I wasn't mm -hmm. thinking about it strategically. I was just doing it and getting good feedback from audience. And mm -hmm. so they had, uh, Fresh had DM me like, hey man, we got this show. Like, I'd love you to come out to Miami. And I actually didn't even see the DM for months. And then I was mm -hmm. looking for this. I was flying into a particular country and I knew a girl there and I'm trying to find her DM. You heard yeah. me? I'm like, where is this? Yeah. And so I'm going through my uh, message requests. Mm -hmm. And then I see his. Yeah. And he's like, hey, man, come out to Miami, whoop-de-whoop. -whoop. And one thing I will always be, mm -hmm. I see you working hard. Yeah. I'm going to support you. Absolutely. I've always been that. Yeah. I will put you on. Mm-hmm. 
I see his DM, I hit him back, like, hey, bro, like, sorry to get back to you a couple months later, man. This is in my message request. Yeah, absolutely. I'd be happy to come through. Mm -hmm. Now, here's the important thing to understand. When they, and I don't want to put any other business out, <laughs> but just my experience, I, things may or may not have changed. Mm -hmm. When I move around, I'm usually moving around with my assistant. Yeah. Right? So one of them, maybe two of them. Mm -hmm. So he says, hey, man, we'll fly you out to Miami to be on our show. And, you know, the show's about this, X, Y, and Z. Now, it wasn't fresh and fit then. It yeah. was just, like, two guys who have a show and, like, very small channel. Maybe I think when I went, there were, like, 13,000 subscribers. Oh, wow. Okay. 14,000. Right. Yeah. It shows you what hard work and focus will do. Shout yeah, out sir. to them. Because they didn't arrive on accident. Now, they arrived because they're lab rats. They stay in that lab cooking up. Yeah, consistent. That's how they did it. Mm-hmm. You heard me? Like, and yeah. I always I always commend them and let my subscribers know, like, I'm not at their level because mm -hmm. I want to go to Monaco and holla. At, <laughs> you heard me? Yeah, like, of course. I'm not at their level because I got five bad holes in Poland right now. Absolutely. I'm not at their level because I love trying to learn learn Amharic mm -hmm. in Addis Ababa from this turbo-thick yeah. Ethiopian short. You no, heard me? Yeah, no facts. Absolutely. They're there because they worked for that. Yes. Anyways, um, so they said, hey, we'll fly you out. Um, We'll pay for your flight. We'll pay for your hotel, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Which sounds reasonable. We're not going to compensate you for your time. Yeah. We'll pay your flight and your hotel. We're just getting started. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Cool. Now, mind you, my time's expensive, and my time is usually compensated. Yeah, of course. Um, not as a YouTuber. It's just as a business yeah, guy. Yeah, like, yeah, I'll yeah. go give a lecture at Roosevelt University. They going to cut me of a check. Of course. So anyways, um, and I travel with my assistant. Yeah. So I'm incurring expenses, mm -hmm. which means that... Okay, you pay for my flight and mm -hmm. my hotel. Why my assistant? I didn't say, hey, pay for my assistant. Mm -hmm. huh. I'm coming here to, sh to love on you. Yes, absolutely. I pay for my assistant's hotel, my assistant's flight. We go out there. Yeah. And, and we do the work. I say that to say I did that out of pure love. They, didn't, they were not famous at all. Yeah. I did that out of pure love. Now, as I said, I'm a loyal dog. You know, if we do anything together, you heard me? Mm -hmm. I'm going to keep it solid with you. Yeah. I ain't going to betray you. I ain't going to talk greasy on you. Uh, a million times people are like, hey, Fresh and Fit did this. What do you think? Do a reaction video. Yeah. You ain't never in life seen me do that. That's true. No matter how many controversies they had, you've never in life seen me do a reaction video or throw them under the bus. Yeah, that's true. I'm not going to say I condone something I don't condone, but yeah. I'm not going to throw anyone under the bus. Anyways, I watch Fatademics, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, and Livingston Allen, I'm calling by his government. Livingston yeah. Allen, he goes on their show. He's using their studio. He's soaking up their clout because <laughs> they popping. He ain't popping. Yeah. They're popping. Well, well like, he's popping. I'm going to tell you what I mean by that. Hip hop, yeah. I'm going to tell you what I yeah. mean by that. You're popping when you are the event. You uh, are the attraction. Yeah. He is a commentator mm. of the event of the attraction of the person. Mm. So he tries to become a celebrity based on talking about celebrities. Mm -hmm. But he's not the center of attraction. And here's a good, a good litmus test. Yeah. If you're a rapper, I'm having a concert. Come through. Yeah. I'm about to display a talent. Yes. What event could he throw that people are going to show up to? Hey, I'm going to talk yeah. about a rapper. Come through. Podcasting? I'll be podcasting. Yeah, exactly. So it's mm -hmm. like, bruh. Anyway, so he's trying to get on this fresh and fit wave, and we know that he must be getting some benefit because he keeps showing up. Yeah. He's showing up consistently. Then he does a, an interview with Tate, and for some reason, even though fresh is not present, he just keeps throwing fresh under the bus. Yeah. Disrespecting him while he's not there. And one of the things I was raised to hate. Yeah is backbiting and gossip. Yes. Backbiting, that's religious right there. The Muslims, it's in, in their book. It's <laughs> yeah. a don't, don't backbite. Yeah. Especially not your friends. Wait, 
So he was talking about fresh Miranda situation, right, with entertainment? Yeah, all kind of things. Yeah. Just disrespectful. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? I don't like homie. I don't mm-hmm. like homie. And I don't like how he getting that dude. We're going to teach a lesson. And we're going to establish moral law. And one of the things that the that people around the world need, mm-hmm. and African Americans in particular, not to say either of them are, yeah, of course. but we need a new secular morality for mm-hmm. religion has failed in most cases. Mm-hmm. And secondly, technology has outstripped man's ability to be moral, mm-hmm. which is to say with new technology, we adjust morality. Absolutely. It would be barbaric to have an abortion if the way you aborted the kid was to let the kid carry full term and then you just choked it out yeah. or threw it in the ocean. That would be like, oh, that's not right. Yeah, of course. But when we can apply technology, it seems more sterile and more yeah. okay. Yeah. And we have many things where technology make things seem okay that are not okay. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, now they say using science, they can have males get pregnant. That's nuts. Right? Yeah. Using science, mm-hmm. we could, in fact, turn a male to appear like a female. Yes, sir. Which is immoral. Yeah, yeah, that's wild. So we have to establish moral law. Mm-hmm. And relations among men need to be respectful, especially among friends. And so I said, let me speak on this. Let's establish some moral law. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Fresh is a kind gentleman. He ain't going to talk about it. The supervillain going to take it up. Yeah. Big, and <laughs> yeah. I don't care what nobody say. Yeah. Um, and so that's that. Now, here's the funny thing you'll notice about DJ Academics. When mm-hmm. I said what I said, he replies, you know, he gives his little 20, 30-minute rant talking about the saint and the sinner. Nobody was messing with it. In his own comments, they're like, bruh, yeah. you better keep quiet for you get blamed again. <laughs> you better keep quiet. <laughs> so he said it's 30 minutes. Then uh-huh. I came back and ethered him again. Yeah. After that, then this is what he came and said. He said, oh, you know, I can't be talking about the saint and the sinner unless he showed me $5 million in the bank account. I can't yeah. be talking about these broke N-words. Oh, like before you wanted to tangle with the saint and the sinner. Yeah. But once you got that work, you realize that's good work. You ain't want to tangle no more. And then you start hiding behind excuses and smoke screens. But let's play your game. Yeah. $5 million ain't nothing, homie. Like, check my background. I've been traveling around the world for a decade, boy. Yo, so I seen, like, an article. I forgot where it was, right? Where they said, said, said that your net worth is $50 million. Now, I'm not no pocket watcher. Sure. sure. I'm not. You feel me? I'm going to be more coy with my question. Yeah. But... How rich is the Santa Center, man? Because you got some money to you. I'll just say this. A lot of people, when they say that their net worth is fill in the blank, they might be including a number of asset classes, yeah. things that they haven't turned into cash, yeah. or shares in their own company, yeah. of which the value might vary yeah. or not even be there. <laughs> yeah, of course. When I talk about money, I'm talking about actual money cash and i also have assets and i'll just say this Mm -hmm. and i always i try to create like global standards and civilization the gsic gsic global standards and civilization some things are just impolite it's not quite polite for me to ask you how much money you have or how much money you make a lot of black folks do that but it's not quite polite yeah but i'll say this i have a number of banks around the world Mm -hmm. and the last uh banker i went to meet uh, we we, me and my partner we flew private over to this particular country banker comes Mm -hmm. and, and meets us at the airport and then once we you know, got the first deal done, um, they said, we don't recommend, or excuse me, before we got the first deal done, they said, we don't recommend you put this amount of money in this bank because we only insure up to this much. Yeah. I can introduce you to three other bankers that can insure the rest yeah. so that if anything happens, the government can you know, yeah. secure this money. Offshore bank accounts. I'm just saying that oh, 
the banker had to introduce me to other bankers yeah. to make sure that we Gucci, and that was not the only country I operate in. God damn. Um, and, God damn. But the thing is, I always want people to know that um, life's not about money. Yeah. And most of the people watching will not become millionaires. And here's the most important part. They don't want to be millionaires. Mm. They might talk about money, but they don't want to be millionaires. They don't yeah. even know what that means. But we can all be happy. Yeah. And that's the true measure is to live the correct life and find out how you can be consistently happy. Yeah. And I think that's the most important thing. So that's what I'm trying to focus people on. But with regards to DJ Fatademics, <laughs> Livingston, <laughs> with regards to the young boy talking about, like, show me $5 million, that make me start wondering what he got. Like, oh, yeah. oh, that's the test? Yeah. Yeah, I'm wondering what you got now. But here's the thing, man. Uh, you probably heard this. They used to say, you ain't never too live to die. Mm -hmm. So, like, yeah, you could talk about all that, but you ain't never too live to die. Yeah. So watch what you're saying to people. Yeah, of course. In general. Yeah, here, a question, right? So... Now, outside of like the thing with Fresh, yeah, like what's the like the foundational, I guess, difference between you and I? Because, yo, I, I feel like, man, listen, man, like y'all are both rich, very influential. I feel like y'all coming together and having, you know, you know, some type of like, you know, a conversation. No, I'm with, cool. With, yeah, with, if know. I saw Ak, I'll probably laugh at him and yeah. shake his hand and give yeah. him a hug. Yeah, I, I'll look at him, laugh at him. Shake his hand, give him a hug, and then tell him to quit wearing sweatpants. Yeah. Because I feel like if you're wearing sweatpants, you need to be a super thick bitch. You heard me? Like, I don't need grown ass niggas yeah. wearing sweatpants. You heard me? Yeah. Pay attention to what I'm telling you. I, I know. Come game. on, I man. See you, bro. What it is? <laughs> what, well, no, it's a sweatshirt. So it's yeah, right, yeah, right, a little bit better. Come on, now. But no, it's a real talk. Um, you know, there's no beef there. I just don't respect the phoniness. I don't yeah. respect the phoniness of like, you know, you act like you want smoke, and then you're like, oh, well, actually, it's like, bro, people see you lying, you're being a bad example. Yeah. Now, here's the difference. You said, what's the difference? When Ak passes away, mm -hmm. um, and I'm not trying to hearken this, but, but when he passes away, his tombstone might say, podcaster. Yeah. Commentator. Yeah. I talked about other people and what they did. Hip-hop guru. Yeah. Yeah. When my tombstone goes... It, it's going to say a whole best-selling author, mm -hmm. lecturer. Ooh, that's po heavy. Poet. That's heavy. Inventor. Mm -hmm. Yes, I've invented technology. That's heavy, yeah. Right? It'll, it'll say a lot more than that. And he'll disappear into the dustbins of history. Mm -hmm. When I go, my message is going to live on. Mm -hmm. And people who are living it out. Mm -hmm. I have a whole philosophy. You go to my website, click about. You're going to find a whole guide on how to live well. Yeah. There, there's no philosophy or thinking behind what he's doing. He's trying to make money by entertaining you. Yeah. Here's a meaningful example. I have a video called, and this is going to get no views. Mm -hmm. It has gotten no views, and I made it knowing it was going to get no views. Yeah. The lessons... From Mr. Rogers. You know Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood? Yes. Y'all know Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood? Mm-hmm. Don't nobody want to watch a damn video called The Lessons from Mr. Rogers' <laughs> Neighborhood? Yeah. But here's one of the key things he used to teach you. Yeah. He talked to the children as a man. Mm -hmm. And he says, you're growing up just the right way. Mm -hmm. You are going to grow into a man. You are going to grow into a girl. You're growing up just the right way. Yes. Which is to let you know that. Everything that you are is beautiful, and you're going to bloom mm -hmm. into exactly what you're supposed to be. That gives children self-esteem and meaning. Yes. 
which is antithetical to what they're getting now, which is they don't know what they're supposed to grow up into. And adults who are supposed to give them certainty and confidence and guidance, we're giving them our own confusion. Absolutely. So we make a video, Lessons from Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Mm -hmm. That's called content, by the way. Of course. What he does is commentary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like he's his commentary. Yeah. So that's a radical difference. Like I, I'm doing this. This is a labor of love. Yeah. I, I've only lost money doing YouTube for a fact. Yeah. I've only lost money. I've only lost deals. And I've lost a lot of beautiful women yeah. doing YouTube. Be hard. Be told. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, man. Now, let's transition to Destiny, which that was the most unsuspected thing. Yeah. Now, where did the issue of Destiny come from? Because I was kind of like surprised. Like, I, I'm like, Scrolling through like yeah. my feed, right, and I see that you're alive and shit. Yeah. I click on it and yeah. I see Destiny. I'm like, well, I was like, what's going, what's going on here, man? Like, how did that happen? This is a very fascinating experience yeah. that we all need to understand. Mm-hmm. There's so many layers to this one, man. Break it all down. We got there's, and this is a beautiful thing. So yeah. number one, similar, I don't know if you had heard of them before, but yeah. I never heard of them. Yeah. Yeah. And I've, and that's not saying much because I've not heard of a lot of things. I don't I interviewed him, yeah. Yeah, I've, I've not heard of a lot of things. That doesn't, no, that's no disrespect to him. Um, but I was getting DMs like, hey, this, this gamer uh, is watching one of your clips at length and he's mm-hmm. criticizing you. Yeah. Oh, that's curious. <laughs> I, was, I was just kind of caught off. Was, he's a gamer. He makes content about video games. Yeah. Like, why am I on his stream? Yeah. So I click on it, and he has uh, this uh, Canadian woman who is a bit mentally unwell. She's uh, laugh. I don't want to say her name because yeah, okay. her whole goal in life is to get attention. Gotcha. That's her whole goal in life. So we will give her none. <laughs> you know, hey, <laughs> we will give her none. Um, I'm fine with that too. Yeah, you man. Did? yeah. So it's a nameless Canadian woman. <laughs> She's a lonely mother. I like to call them lonely mothers. She's a lonely uh, mother. Facts, but yeah. lonely mother. Yeah, she's a lonely yeah. mother. So she went on my stream a while back and got flamed. Wow. I'm talking about like an epic internet flame where I had to take it down after because I didn't want to get flagged. Wow. But so many people enjoyed the flaming that they downloaded the joint and shared it a million times. God right? damn. Everybody else had it on their channel. So it was yeah. a famous flaming of this woman, yeah. right? It's where she came into existence. It's her origin story. Oh, wow. I got flamed by the saint in the center, right? Yeah. So she was actually on his channel, and her only reference point for who mm. am I is, I got flamed by the same center, yeah. here's the video. <laughs> so they're watching a, a lengthy clip of me flaming this yeah. woman with logic, yeah. you know, not insulting her, with logic. And she's ta- they're talking about black issues, mm-hmm. black male-female relationships, uh, black male underperformance, inadequacy, mm-hmm. sensitive issues. And all the while, you know, every now and then he'll chime in and insult black people or insult me specifically. Yeah. He'll chime. But most of the time he's just playing video games mm-hmm. while she's pouring her heart out about <laughs> something she's serious about. And other little black, uh, you know, tap dancers and shufflers yeah. and, you know, they'll come in on the stream and they'll continue engaging her talking about black issues. Yeah. Then I say something that he didn't like because... Um, uh, I call him Mr. Stinky Cock. Yeah. He, you know, it says something he didn't like. He was like, I'm going to go DEFCON 4 on black people. I'm going to start calling out black people's homophobia. And God I'm like, damn. I'm like, wait, hold on. Wait. I am not black people. Yeah. I am one man. Mm-hmm. One of the definitions of racism is yeah. the discrimination of a group of people 
typically when you associate low characteristics to that group. Mm -hmm. So it's like he wasn't even listening to me. He just looked at me and said, oh, it's black people. Yeah. He's a racist, just, just flat out, he's a racist. Because it doesn't make any sense logically to carry from an individual black person says yeah. something you identified with mm -hmm. a misnomer, homophobia. Mm -hmm. You should have said, I'm going to go DEFCON 4 on the saint. Mm -hmm. Or I want to debate him on this homophobic thing I'm observing. Yeah. So that was the first thing. I was like, oh, the boy's a racist. He's a closeted racist, of which there are many, especially the left. The left is exceptionally racist, but it's all low-key. Mm -hmm. Democrats, yeah. The right is also very racist, <laughs> but they ain't trying to hide it nine out of nine. So anyway, so he says, you know, this stuff that was racist. And I was like, oh, okay, for sure. Like, mm -hmm. all right, you know, we're going to put him in the crosshairs then. We're going we gonna to deal with it. Mm -hmm. And a lot of folks were saying, oh, he's a great debater. He's the best debate. This guy is the debating king. Oh, yes, right? He has, like, annihilated a, a bunch of other creators, uh -huh. right? Yeah. Now, right. now y'all two are a, a, a great match. It would seem if you're an internet personality, yeah. but if you ask yourself, okay, beyond the internet, what has he done? Uh, like beyond like talking yeah. on the microphone, what has he done in life? Like what has his experience has been yeah, that nothing, put yeah. him to the test? Well, he, a kid, right? What's that? Oh, he, he has a child? Yeah, right? I, I <laughs> yeah, mean, look, look, look I, yeah. I got a, a homie of mine. I'm going to go kick it with after this. You yeah, heard me? Yeah. Uh, he got, he got, he was like, these are my white kids. These are my black kids. These are my Latino kids. He got about five baby mamas. God, you heard yeah, me? Yeah. So if a kid is the, the oh, test, of, well, yeah, yeah, he yeah, qualifies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, so you got this guy who is unlettered, uh, went to a third tier university, mm -hmm dropped out on a music degree, which is one of the easier degrees to get. Yeah. Uh, he claimed he dropped out because he was working at a restaurant. It was too much. Yeah. Um, and he spent his whole life playing video games and, and then yelling at people on the internet. Yeah. Meanwhile, you know, you got a young black kid who teaches himself technology, invents a technology, flies around the world, does business with the Chinese Communist Party, yeah. is, you know, having, negotiating with the Korean government as well as the Puerto yeah. Rican government, gets deals, gets grants That's deep. from their government. Yeah. The negotiation skills and the business savvy and the ability to debate with high-level minds. Yeah. I mean, you can see a video where the governor of Virginia is trying to get me to open an office there so they get that tax money, right? Oh, wow. But the point is, like, no, you don't have the experience to operate at this level. And yeah. further, what's a debate? A debate is where you establish a, a point and it's intellectual point. Yes, absolutely. You have to defend it or you have to advance your point. Yes. That's what a debate is. Yes, absolutely. Cool. Now, so I say, okay, you know, he wants to smoke. Fantastic. Before I could even do my response video to the initial one, he does another live stream yeah. going through my video for like in excess of an hour. Now, now like, what did he say though, like during, during like those reactions that had you thinking, yo, yo you is disrespecting the big homie? This guy's a misogynist. This oh, guy's wow. homophobic. This guy's sexist. All, just basically all that'll of the do liberal, it. <laughs> all of yeah. the liberal talking points. Yeah, and, that'll do it. And he, as an individual, is not important. Yeah. But it's important to provide people with a toolkit for a understanding his perspective mm -hmm. and b combating it and c you know you got people on the right or on the center. These are reasonable or mm -hmm. people on the right, the center, the the left, who might be reasonable and they're going to go with whatever makes sense, the truth. Mm -hmm. Then you have ideologues on both sides. They're rightist or they're leftist. They're not going to budge. Most of his fan base is leftist because he's bisexual, right? Yeah. So they're, they're staunch yeah. leftists. Yes, definitely bisexual, yeah. I think. Yeah. And, and then there's people in the middle who are neutral, and they're just trying to figure things out. 
the truth, yeah. General young people. So I was like, okay, this will be useful. Mm -hmm. He'll be a foil for me explaining things. Yeah. I, I, he does a second video before I can even do my first one. <laughs> yeah. Then I, I start with my first one, and it's not a debate. It's a video going through his points and his mm -hmm. claims. And the title of the video was uh, Exposing His Racism and the Misnomer of Homophobia. Yeah. Now, mind you, if you, you've been watching my content for a long time, yes. I don't have anything about racism. I almost never talk about no. racism. Yeah, no. And when I do events and when I talk about who I'm working for, I'm working for all of humankind. Yeah. No, absolutely. There's no racism in what I do. Yes. I don't like things that discriminate or separate peoples. Absolutely. I've been around the world. I've observed firsthand. We are pretty much all the same. Yes, absolutely. You find a guy in Iraq. You find a guy in Antarctica. They both want to get laid. You know, they got the same, person, <laughs> we, the same priorities. We, yeah. All on for the pussy. Yeah, exactly. But um, anyway, so I start my live session, and then eventually he hits the link to join on. He came in when I was going through his background mm. because the first thing we have to dispense with, and one thing I always teach is hierarchy. Hierarchy is important. Confucius talks about hierarchy. He yeah. talks about the basic relationships, you know, ruler and subject, mm -hmm. husband and wife, older sibling and younger sibling. Mm -hmm. These things bring order and they define culture. Mm -hmm. Hierarchy is important. You need to know who you should respect. Yeah. So I said, you know, first off, I can tell that people are being fanatical and just even suggest that he can debate because you're, you're talking about a guy who spent his life playing video games, <laughs> has no college degrees yeah. and no like no credibility outside of the Internet. Yeah. Why would you compare that to? So I just want to go through that first. Yeah, so he hops on the stream while I'm doing that. Yeah. He's like, what are you talking about my education for? <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm talking about your credentials. If you were to go to a formal debate, they actually do introduce you mm -hmm. based on your credentials. That's true. Anyways, long story short, here's the issue. So we go through um, the debate topic. So mm -hmm. first we, we talk a little bit about, um, well, first we actually talk about his background. Here's where it got. It got spicy. This is, here's where he got <laughs> really mad. And you'll yeah. see if he actually did a reaction video. I think I might have taken that one down as well. Mm -hmm. And a lot of his uh, his fanatics, they'll say, oh, you took this down because you don't want the truth. I'm like, no, I took it down because you guys are flagging my video. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I took this down because nah, y'all yeah. are trying to cancel me. <laughs> mm -hmm. People who hate the truth must cancel you. Mass report, yeah. Because if you were saying things that were like completely crazy, mm -hmm. A normal person would watch it like, this guy's a nut. Cut it off. Mm -hmm. But there is a special ingredient called truth, mm -hmm. which you don't want to get out. So you are trying to cancel and censor. Absolutely. Anyway, so uh, we get to one point, and he says to me, he says the following. What is, because I told him he was unqualified mm -hmm. to give advice. Yes, I heard that. He says, what is one thing that my experience precludes me from giving advice on? Mm hmm what is one thing my experience mm -hmm. precludes me, stops me from giving advice on? Mm -hmm. I said, oh, well, it's curious you should ask. The crypto. So I click play. Yeah. He said, oh, you're going to play a YouTube video? I was like, calm down, my boy. <laughs> this is you. Yes. This is called a primary source. Yes. When people do research, they want to use primary sources. Mm-hmm. Not only will we speak of something you've done, mm -hmm. we will show it. Absolutely. So they know we're not lying. And it specifically goes on to say, he says, oh, man, crypto and NFTs, that's a scam. Mm -hmm. Anyone, his words, anyone selling NFTs is just trying to scam you. Mm -hmm. Then he goes on further to say something ironic. He says, we should create something wherein, like, we punish people because they'll say something is bad or dumb and then they'll do it. It's hypocrisy. Mm -hmm. His words. Yeah. 
Then I say, okay, there's that first clip of you. Mm-hmm. Here's another clip of you. Then I click the clip. And he's like, oh, yeah, you know, there's this thing where you can sell NFTs and the, the creator mm-hmm. gets 10% of all of the sales. He gets 10% yeah. of the proceeds. So, yeah, you guys should buy it. Like, you know, I have some classic some classic Twitch streams that you're going to want. So, yeah. so what's he doing? He's selling NFTs. Mm-hmm. Why? To make money. Mm-hmm. There are a couple personality types that I don't trust and I don't want to take advice from. <laughs> yeah. One is the people who need money. You hear me? Like everything. That's why. We're all broke though. Yeah, you, you can't Side trust. You, yeah, can't, yeah, you yeah. can't trust it. Yeah. And that's why I believe politicians should come in for service. When mm-hmm. you've been successful in life. Yeah. And you say, my mission now is not to go make money. It's to give back. Yeah. It's power. And that's why I tell people at my conferences, I say, you know what? When I was a young man, my number one goal, mm-hmm. more important than love, more important than anything, was to make a million dollars. I want to make millions. Mm-hmm. My goal now is to make millionaires. Damn, man, that's real. That's deep, man. My goal now is to make millionaires. Man, that's I'm deep. on this other level now. I'm trying to see you win. Mm-hmm. And that's how my OGs was. His older brother mm-hmm. put me in the game. All he, he was my basketball coach. All he wanted to do is see me win. Oh, uh, Michelle. My yeah. partner, Ryan. And, Ryan. and then I had this one super thick, woo, shaped like an ocho, my boy. <laughs> Went to a private school. I ain't yeah. going to name it. I don't want nobody to know who yeah. she is. Bad. Man. Bad. I was 16. Black or Hispanic or what? She was mixed. Oh, you know man. I mean? So she was, uh, she was actually half German, half black. Stupid. Yeah. yeah. Fire. Yeah. Pure flame. Anyways, I'm trying to max her out. You mm-hmm, heard me? Mm-hmm. His older brother's like, bro, I got you, man. I'm going to drive you over there. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, but her, she had her mom's house. And whoop whoop He's like, bro, I'm going to drive you over there. You know, text her. Man, sneak in the side. Beat that down. Yeah. I'm going to be out here. I'm going to just wait. However oh, long man. you take, I'm going to be right here. Man, that's a real homie right there. I was raised like that. You want to see your people win. Absolutely. You don't get jealous of them. If they winning more than you, we coming up together. Mm-hmm. Huh? Nah, it's a fact. I'm here with my mans I grew up with. Yeah, man. shout out to Ryan, man. I ain't bring no strangers in here. <laughs> I know, I'm with my mans. I yeah. was a kid with this man. Uh-huh. Anyways, where were we? Uh, Destiny, Destiny and his uh, character his, flaw. His money his yeah. money grab. Yeah. First video. NFTs are a scam. Yeah. Anyone selling them is a scammer. Yeah. We should hold people accountable for being hypocrites. Second video, hey, buy my NFTs. I have <laughs> NFTs. I'm selling NFTs. NFT for you. NFT for you. Yeah. So it's like, brethren, yeah. use a cold liar and a hypocrite. <laughs> Explain to me how you rectify mm-hmm. saying it's a scam and then trying to sell it. Explain that. Then what does he do? Yeah. It's called a red herring. Okay. He starts distracting. Well, why don't you tell me what an NFT is? What? Oh, that, that yo, has, I've seen that, That though. has nothing to do with anything. And then the fans came and started trolling, asking what an NFT is. Precisely. Yeah. Now, here's the funny thing. It's very clever and it's strategic. It's so strategic, people have been doing it for thousands of years. We have a name for it. Yeah. It's a logical fallacy called a red herring, yeah. which is to distract from the actual topic because you can't win on the current topic, Yeah. right? In a debate, you have a point or a topic. He mm-hmm. couldn't win because we had to address the truth and yeah. the truth was hideous. So he does, instead, he just, what's in NFT? <laughs> but here's the irony. Yeah. Here's the irony. Mm-hmm. I just finished a conference where, what did I do? I taught people what an NFT is. Yeah. How people get scammed on NFTs. Mm-hmm. Oh, and how you can create NFTs. Yeah. What's the business model behind NFTs? Yeah. And I did this with one of my engineers who's worked in my businesses. Mm-hmm. 
I actually, like, you can go to marquetism.com, mm-hmm. you heard me, and buy an episode where you can learn to create NFTs from scratch. Yeah. So he's asking a guy who's an inventor of technology and reasonably sophisticated, more than him and more than his viewers, yeah. what's an NFT? One, it's a ludicrous question. <laughs> it's ludicrous to ask me. It's, yeah. a, slap in the, it's a slap in the face, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, of course. It's a slap in the face. That's like yeah. me asking DJ Academics, who's Drake? <laughs> he's a hip hop com- he's a hip hop commentator. Yeah, like yeah. he would know. If yeah. anybody knows, it's him. Yeah. So he tries to distract. So I'm not gonna play petty and answer the question. So what does he do the whole time? As soon as I said, no, that's a red herring, you're trying to distract. You tell us, because you asked me, mm-hmm. what precludes me from giving advice to other people based on my experience? Well, your experience is you said NFTs are a scam. Then your second experience and your advice is go buy my NFT. Mm-hmm. That precludes you because you're clearly a money hustler. Yeah. You're a dirtbag. <laughs> Oh, What's he start doing? This man turned into Beethoven. He started playing piano. He didn't went Stevie Wonder. <laughs> he playing piano. I'm like, what's going on with little buddy over here? Yeah. tripping. He was mad and stressed. He mm-hmm. started playing piano and some more stuff. Man. Yeah. And then everything broke down from there. But here's the funny thing. Mm-hmm. The fanatics on mm-hmm. his side, they come back. They're like, he won the debate. What, what debate? Yeah. The, one, the first point we went to, <laughs> yeah. I answered his question. I said, hey, defend your actions. Yeah. He started playing piano. <laughs> he thought he was John Legend. We're just ordinary people. It's like Brendan turned to Alicia Keys. In his yeah. How, like, what debate point did he win? He didn't That's win true. one. Yeah. And so what we realized there is that, you know, he was, he's been in the internet game a long time. I've been mm-hmm. in the real world. I'm, I'm new to the internet game. Yeah. So I noticed what he does is he'll put subscriber only mode when he goes live. Yeah. So no one can disagree with the nonsense. Uh-huh. When I went live, anybody could join in. Yeah. And that's how his people were able to join in. And, yeah. and what infiltrate. do I do as a, infiltrate precisely. And what do I do as a reasonable man? I let them come on and speak their piece. Yeah. But they're, they're, they're gaming nerds and fanatics, and they really just want to defend you know, this fella because they probably engage in the same sick behaviors. Yeah. But he basically got obliterated on that. Then I went on to the second point, which is homophobia. Yeah. And I said, okay, well, let's go on to another topic since you're embarrassed. <laughs> homophobia. A phobia is a medical diagnosis, which means fear of. Yeah. This is something that is defined in a book that has been established by scientists. Mm-hmm. There is no such diagnosis called homophobia because mm-hmm. it actually doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. What you're actually trying to do as a leftist is you guys often bring in medicine to give legitimacy to your claims and accusations. Yeah. So you're trying to use this term to make people seem crazy or mentally unwell mm-hmm. because they disagree with you. It is not a phobia. I've never met anybody who was around people who engage in homosexuality and they were scared. Like, ah, ah, yeah. Nah, like, mm-hmm. bro, I used to live in San Francisco in uh, Pack Heights. You heard me? Yeah, of course. Yeah, even on Halloween, we go out, you know, there's gay people all over. Have them half dressed, anyways, right? Like, yeah. I'm not like, oh my God. Like, you know, no, there's no phobia. Yeah. It's called, I don't agree with your behavior. Absolutely. But you've created this term as a part of your discourse and propaganda effort, and we shall expose it. So when you call me homophobia, what you really meant to say is, I'm a homosexual. And you're speaking against my behaviors, and I'm mad. Mm-hmm. That's really what it was. Oh, man. But he didn't want to talk about the linguistic aspect of it and the fact that they're creating words on a consistent basis. You almost don't understand what they're talking about anyway. Yeah. Like, I'm AFAB, you're cisgender, this is trans, that, yeah. I'm transracial, trans I'm too slow. transformer. Yeah. yeah, we don't know. Which is why, right? Like, it was really, like, like hard. A debate between you and him would be hard for somebody like me to really truly like follow along with right because again like i don't bro like 
the NFTs, the how to create it from the pro, bro. I don't know, which I, is irrelevant though. That's yeah, the whole point. yeah, you feel me? Yeah, bro. Like, you, I don't know nothing about that. You know you how know? I helped him out? Yeah, because because his uh, one of his uh, butt buddies had got on after that, <laughs> and, and his butt buddy has said, Marquette, like, why didn't you just answer what an NFT is? I said, yeah. number one, yeah, at the level at which I understand NFTs, yeah, if I it's actually, disrespect to even. Right, it's disrespect to ask, and I won't lower myself. I'm already digging in the swamp even talking to you people, but I won't lower myself. But if I did foolishly lower myself and explain, everybody would be lost. Exactly. Because it's technical. And this is is not a technical audience. No, absolutely. That's number one. But more importantly, let's let's remove the concept of NFT. Consider this. Let's say it was a cell phone, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. You do a stream and you say, anyone who sells cell phones Mm -hmm. is a scammer. (laughs) Then on your next stream, you say, hey, I'm selling cell phones. Anybody want to buy a cell phone? Yeah. And I ask you, hey, how you say cell phones are a scam to sell and now you're selling them? No, like... That like like that right there has definitely been one of the biggest black mark on like his career so far because people do bring that up a lot right uh-huh. now like his reason is but listen man like like they offered a big bag I needed the bag did he really say that yeah yeah oh, right wow. right and like wow. and right and you know and like he stated listen they offered a big bag and if I already warned yeah. people about NFT scams and then and then the next day I tell you guys to buy it. Who fought, right? Like, and who fought is it really, right? So, I guess that explanation somewhat makes sense a little bit, right? Saying, listen, man, if I got the big bag for it, I'm a broke streamer, right? And I already is told, he though? Well, at that time he was, oh, right? Wow. Right? Because I think, like, at that time Twitch was getting ready to, like, cancel him or, like, take him okay. off the platform, mm-hmm. right? So, like, he was, you know, like, He's scrounging for money. Yeah, <laughs> scrounging for money. Yeah, man. Yeah. Right now, uh, uh-huh. yo, let's let's actually redirect it. Right. So, Andrew Tate. Yeah. Now, I've been on live streams. Okay. Now, I'm not sure if you've seen it, right? Yeah. But I've been called crazy, arguing <laughs> with niggas going back and forth. Right. When I say this, okay, that the blueprint of Andrew Tate talking about how the West is mad, um, how the women overseas. Mm-hmm. How to make money, the yeah. business talk, the wearing the suits, yeah. the um, right, like they're like uber masculine frame. I've yeah. always tell people this. Okay, yeah, like it, it kind of seems as if Andrew Tate got that from well, Marquette. You feel me? Now, now, right when I tell people this, right, it, it, bro, I, I'm your favorite YouTuber's favorite YouTuber. They, <laughs> they don't want to keep it real out here, but I, I like I go say that. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead, Flaco. No, like before you. I never heard people like talk about the yo, like the West is going down, yo, brother, yo, listen, Peru, Brazil, listen, come on, right? And like the West going down, the entrepreneurship, the masculine frame. Now, do you now how do you feel about that? Obviously, like it's all love, it's all respect to Andrew Tate. Yeah, shout out to him. But credit needs to be given where credit is due. Mm-hmm. So how do you feel about that comparison between you and Andrew Tate? I, I have respect for Andrew Tate on yeah. a couple different fronts. And you're right. And that's why I always talk about hierarchy. And the yeah. part of hierarchy is respecting people who have come before you, whether it's heritage or people who rank higher than you. But also recognizing when you're of the same kind. Like, we... We need to team up and collaborate when we're of the same type, yeah, right? Like, yeah, absolutely. So I, I don't have to knock anyone down if we're on the same vibe. Yeah. So I don't think anyone today can say that I've ever spoken negatively about Andrew Tate. I've only spoken favorably in as much as like he's a successful mm-hmm. uh, uh, kickboxer, mm-hmm. which I respect highly. Yeah. Um, he's 
appears to have been wildly successful in business, and he, he has the. Yeah. As I tell people, you know, mm-hmm. if you got money, it shows. If you <laughs> got shows. holes, it shows. It's right? Yeah. Man. Make yeah. man with twenty supercars. Like, yeah. Like, he, uh, yeah, yeah. It shows. Now I know there are certain situations where people have to keep like things a little bit, um, mm-hmm. uh, a little bit low key, but mm-hmm. it shows. He's been very successful in that. And so we have a very similar message. Yeah. And in as much as that's the case, some people will look at Tate and resonate with that. And some people will look at me and resonate with that. And, yeah. and I'm fine with that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm totally fine with that. Now, you're right. There are a lot of people who have hijacked identities. Mm-hmm. You know, they've been still in the ism, Yuri, and, <laughs> and giving out the counterfeit version. <laughs> yeah. you, you dig what I'm yeah. saying? Um, but it's, it's all beautiful. It's all love. It's not an issue. And, and you know, if people track back through time, mm-hmm. I think they'll be able to see, you know, the Saint in the Center went on Fresh and Fit, mm-hmm. and then another person went on After. Yeah. Or they'll see the Saint in the Center was saying this and doing this yeah. and dressing this way and yeah. flying around the world and taking you with them. And yeah. then another person started doing this. But let's talk about the genius of Andrew Tate. Yeah. What can we learn from him? What we can learn is his distribution model is exceptional. Mm-hmm. And that's been his true, um, his diamond. Yeah. However, we also have to learn from people's failings, whether mm-hmm. it's... Uh, uh, um, Kevin Samuels or an Andrew Tate. Yeah. And that's one thing that's beautiful to see people come in front of you is I get to sit back and look at Kevin Samuels like, okay, bro, like, I would see people in your live stream or in your, your chat and they say, protect this man at all costs. Mm-hmm. But nobody did it. Yeah, absolutely. They said it. Yeah. But nobody did it. That's a fact. So we actually got basic training coming up in February. You mm-hmm. dig? We getting people together. No, we're training. Right? Yeah. So that's number one. Okay, number two, look at Andrew Tate. He created a great distribution model. Mm-hmm. We shall learn from this. Mm-hmm. But then he got deplatformed everywhere. Yeah. He didn't realize that at some point you have to make the message more palatable yeah. for the mainstream. Absolutely. And then when you say things that are a bit more strong, you say that for your members or yeah. whatever else. Patreon. Right. <laughs> and he didn't yeah. he didn't make that transition at the appropriate time. Like for example, right now I'm just a speck on the radar yeah. at some level. Yeah. When I, if I were to get to that level, I would have already cleaned that message up. You'd have seen everything get erased <laughs> from the internet. You know, I'd have been on there in a, <laughs> you heard me, like dressed yeah. like a priest. Like, yeah, man, come on, yeah. <laughs> you never hear me curse. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the people who know what's up know what's up. Mm-hmm. But he didn't make that transition. I think a part of it is that people don't have the requisite experience or knowledge. At some level, he was doing something new. So <laughs> yeah. shout out to him. Yeah. But even if you look in uh, historical examples, you look at the, uh, the Nazi party uh, with Hitler. One thing people don't know is when they were called the brown shirts, they used to go around like literally just beating the snot out of their political opponents. Yeah. And also people feared that he would do a violent takeover because everything they had done up to that point was violent and they were very anti-Semitic mm-hmm. and they were unpleasant people. Mm. Then all of a sudden, um, you know, he comes out and they didn't clean everything up. Mm-hmm. He, he's disbanded this group of like political thugs that mm-hmm. he has. They even hosted the Olympics. Yeah. See, on. people forget about that. Crazy. Nazi Germany hosted the Olympics. All the countries showed up. Yeah. Times man of the year. And part talk to me. Come on. They participated, they showed respect. <laughs> yeah. And Neville Chamberlain, leader in the UK, oh, he's a great guy. Yeah, of course. He knew how to clean up appropriately. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, we all know that he was a deeply sick, wicked, evil person. Mm-hmm. We're in a similar situation wherein we have to clean up the message so that the mainstream doesn't deplatform us to where we can't get the truth out. Yeah. And I think that that's one of the pieces in the puzzle that Andrew Tate stumbled on. Yeah. Because truth be told, you know, his his acolytes will follow him for a bit. But in this age, humankind is fickle. Mm-hmm. So they'll follow him on Rumble. Rumble's a terrible platform. I mean, yeah. I tried it so many times. It's just a yeah. terrible platform. 
Um, I say that as a, a guy in tech. No algorithm there. <laughs> it's terrible. Yeah. Um, the, even the UI is not good. Yeah. But anyways, they'll follow them for a time, but eventually they're going to stick with where the YouTube most of the content creators and consumers are, which is currently YouTube. Yeah. So he's going to eventually fade out. Yeah. And so we're trying to take those lessons, and you know, it's all love. So, and I appreciate you acknowledging me on that, and I also want to acknowledge people that I get game from, um, and, and I'd be happy to name any of those. Yeah, scholars. man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, who, uh, well, so before that though, right, so let's talk about, um, n bro, I just have so much, man, bro, I have okay. you here for about an hour and 30 minutes, <laughs> let's, man. Let's work. I got just, just like more questions, right, but, right, I'll try to keep it brief, and then we can do a part two, okay. right? So, speak about the culture of the manosphere currently, because... Mm -hmm. I've I seen like you had critiques for I think Alpha Most Strategies stuff is yeah. cold. Oh yeah, fit That's a classic. Yeah. yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, bro. That was a big live stream, right? right? Mm -hmm. Now, now, outside of like, if I yeah, what's your critique about them or the overall class of the Manosphere now? Because again, like yeah. you've graduated mm -hmm. past the trenches of Manosphere, right? So fuck them, fuck them other niggas. You feel me, right? Right? Again, hey, assassin or nothing in a real way. Let's go. Yeah, right. Fuck them other niggas who are in the trenches. Yeah. Let's speak on where you're at now, which is like the mainstream manosphere. What's the current, like, what's your view on it? Because you have, like, just pearly things right now who is, you know, like, starting to strive. I've heard that name, getting... but I've not actually um, oh, no? seen. It's a woman, right? White woman? Yes. It's a white woman. And she has single-handedly ruined the career of our brand. First off, <laughs> I, I love, listen. Oh, did she? I love just pearly things. Okay. But man, bro, Hafiz coming on an interview just, just. Oh, she flamed him. Well, like she flamed him in like a real, like subtle way, which is like he's just guns and holes, but he don't know like when you're dealing with a woman. Uh oh, yeah. You gotta like be crafty. real, yeah. real delicate, right? Even mm -hmm. if you do win like the debate, mm -hmm. if you still come off as mean, right? So, okay. so yeah, right. So there's Hafiz, there's Steph is cold. Mm -hmm. Um, there's the um the uh oh my god. The first lawyer, no, like the oh my god, like lead attorney. Again? Yes, lead yeah. attorney. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. So, what's your just your general take on the manosphere currently? One, I'm not a uh, part of the manosphere. I've never said. I'm oh, part okay. Of the manosphere, uh, as I say, assassin or nothing. Yeah. Um, and when you use a term to bring to pe put people under an umbrella, yeah. Generally, you would think they have common features. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. At some level, you, they clearly read all the same <laughs> books. Right? They yeah. read all the same books. Uh -huh. Clearly. Um, Rolo book, yeah. Yes, yes. And shout out to, shout out to Rolo. I've yeah. had some conversations with him. But yeah, they're, they're basically regurgitating things they've read in books. Yes, sir. So, and as much as that's the case, I don't respect it in yeah. general. I will say that there are um, guys that have seemingly been attacked on my platform, which was unfortunately due to editing. Yeah. Meaning that, you know, at some point you got to hire a team. And there was one thing that I actually had broke my heart. Um, and it was no one's fault. Yeah. But one of my editors had uh, did a video and he called it why so-and-so, I don't even want to say the name, mm -hmm. why so-and-so will misguide you. Mm. And he's talking about one of the youngsters that you mentioned. Yeah. And I'm really proud of that youngster mm -hmm. just for his ability to to win and be successful in mm -hmm. the online space. Fit or who? I'm like, it doesn't oh, even matter. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm proud of both of them. Okay, gotcha. I don't have any problem with them. I'm proud of them. Yeah, gotcha. I'm an older man. I should be proud of them. Mm -hmm. yeah. I'm not going to compete with them. Mm -hmm. I want to help them. Mm hmm and now if they give some errant game, I'm going to correct it, mm -hmm. which is also part of my responsibility. But someone put like, why so-and-so will misguide you, one of my editors, and put it out as a short or something. Uh, and it was doing numbers, and I was like, oh, man. 
Like, I don't, why would you do this? Yeah. I don't have time to look over all that stuff. Yeah. And it was a good video. Like, people watched it. Mm -hmm. He did the right thing. But I was like, ah, you know, it hurts my heart because I, I respect this young man. Yeah. I ain't going to bang his line to correct it because it is what it is <laughs> yeah. out there. Big homie. Yeah, yeah. So, so that was disappointing. But anyways, with regards to the whole Manosphere, I think it's a bunch of guys who um, are projecting to win at a higher level than they actually do win, generally speaking. Mm -hmm. I think at some level, a lot of them have experienced trauma with their relationships with females mm -hmm. and they've not properly recovered and that hints at their mindset which is not going into life realizing that life will have challenges and bumps and it's okay mm -hmm. it's okay you don't have to hold a grudge yeah. and then lastly i think there's a lot of lies in the manosphere and there's no values there's no value for family there's no value for marriage there's no value for women mm -hmm. and so they're misguiding a lot of young men with bad advice and i get a lot of guys who come to me they say hey man i was hyped up on this rp stuff and I lost a good woman. Mm -hmm. And now I'm on this ism and it's bringing me back and making me positive and allowing me to see the light. Because when you look at Manosphere content, mm -hmm. it's wildly negative. Absolutely. It's wildly negative. It might tell you how to run strategy on a woman yeah. to sleep with her, mm -hmm. but it doesn't tell you how to get a good woman, not a bad bitch, but a good woman and build into a family. Mm -hmm. And it damn sure don't tell you how to get paid. You know what I mean? That's the number one yeah, issue. Not facts. It don't tell you how to get paid. Yeah. And at the end of the day, you're not a part of anything. Mm -hmm. You're just a part of a bunch of individuals on their computer hunched over. Mm -hmm. The assassin is something pure. Mm -hmm. There's an actual community. You know what I mean? Absolutely. When I pull up in Sweden, it's 10 people. Hey, bruh. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I host workouts in St. City in the headquarters, mm -hmm. you know? Like, we have real events. It's real community. They actually know each other. They've been to my house. I've hosted them for dinners. We're building a model and a culture that will span around this globe yeah. and teach people the right way to live. Another aspect that Kevin Samuels took from you. Okay. The war room he has, which is a, a similar concept sure. of, you feel me, right? Mm -hmm. Now, uh, last question for you, right? Okay. Well, one or two more questions for okay. you, right? So, uh, but the... First question, what's your, like, take when people say, um, yo, like, I, I think you got a, a podcast with you. Uh, I've got a brother name, and, like, like he's a magician. Jabrizi. My yes. partner. Good brother. Yo, I didn't know that, bro. Mm -hmm. So, on YouTube, he's probably, but his Facebook is, Crazy. it's insane. Yeah, right. That, listen, that. Speaking of views, that nigga yeah. get views. You know what I mean, right? He going, yeah, yeah. You can't even play hey, that nigga, hey, bro. Hey, hey, shout out to Jabrizi yeah, in the real get, way. Get views, right? Yes. But, like, I think even Axe said it and others said it, yo, he's trying to copy the like, Fresh and Fit formula for their pod. Okay. So, like, speak on that now. That's a good question. Yeah, yeah but, good. though, like, when I watch your podcast, though, it's more so not a catch-22. It's like you are actually, like, it's a more positive conversation with the women. Yeah. Right? So, I don't see it as a as copying. Yes, there's yeah. women. Yes, there's two mm -hmm. hoes. But it's not really copy to me. But, right. you know, like, what's your take on it? Let's get deep. That's a brilliant yeah. question. Number one. Let's just talk about lifestyle in general. Yeah. Who in real life been surrounded by hoes the whole way through? You. Yeah. In real life, like yeah. documented in real life. Yeah. Two, three, four, five of them things. And they cool with each other. Yeah. And they know what it is. Yeah. My real life. Facts. So if somebody puts that on TV, I'm like, damn, you copying my real life. <laughs> yeah. Who's really copying? That's my life. <laughs> You're fabricating yeah. stuff in general. I'm yeah. not talking about fresh. Of course, of course. In general. Yeah. Now, there's, that's point one. Point number two. 
The fresh and fit model is a brilliant model. I even made a video giving them their accolades as businessmen who have created a successful model, mm -hmm. which they did not originate. You can observe the shock jock model. You can observe women being kicked out. Mm -hmm. You can observe women acting crazy. It's called Howard Stern. You ever heard of that? Yes. It's called uh, Maury Povich. You are not the father. <laughs> Nigga doing backflip, whole runoff crying, right? I know. Yeah, Jerry yeah. Springer, you know, all Jerry that. Springer? Yeah. Steve, get her out of here. Yeah, absolutely. Same stuff. Yeah. Exact same stuff. Their actual magic sauce, so to speak, is the conflict. Mm -hmm. People are watching to see Myron talk crazy to the girl. Not crazy, but say something she don't want to hear. Turn up on her. Yeah. And then she reacts the way we predict a ratchet girl yeah. will react. And as then a, as a little irrational. there's a small explosion and then she gets kicked off the show. Yeah. That's the show. That's what it's about. Yeah, absolutely. And everyone knows that and they've re-engineered that several times. Yeah. And I tip my hat off to them because they said, we in it for the bag and they make it a bag. <laughs> no, no, Shout no, out. Bag. A big bag. In a real way. Now... One thing I'm not going to do on screen is something I don't do in my personal life. Yeah. I ain't going to kick the hoe out. That, that's you, you can always go because that door can <laughs> go two ways. <laughs> yeah. You can always go. Yeah. But what I'm actually trying to example mm -hmm. is how you deal with women in real life. Yes. And when you see me talk to these women on the podcast, which truth be told, they're not generally women that... I would hang out with her dead yeah. in real life. I might max them out, Jeremy, on a Friday, Saturday night needed yeah. in my life, but I'm not going to hang out with these particular personalities. Yeah. But, you know, when you see me on there, it's like activate Dr. Phil mode. You hear me? Yeah, you, you see me? You see me show you the kind of finesse, leadership, guidance, and calmness that a man should exhibit. We're yeah. not going to yell back and forth. Mm -hmm. If you get out of your body, I'm going to help you get back in it yeah. calmly. Absolutely. I'm going to help you see the error of your thinking or... If I know you can't see that, I'm going to help you get to a point where we can have some level of peace between us. Because yes. you won't always agree. Yes. So I'm exampling how do you live with a woman? How do you talk to a woman in your family? How do you get a woman to see your way? Mm -hmm. And that is the romance that you're going to observe in my show. Mm -hmm. How do you game her up? And here's another thing. Um, not to say too much, but you know, like some people put on shows, you know, they, mm -hmm. they pay the broads to show up yeah. and, and all this extra stuff. Yeah. Ain't nobody got a penny. All, all mine show up. You hear me? They show up because they, <laughs> they know Jabrizi or they know Marquette. Yeah. They showing up because of that or it's a mutual friend. Yeah. And then after that, you know, niggas slanging dick out nah, here because we fact. really live like that. Nah, that's a fact. So it's not like you got a, a, a stage situation where we paying chicks and that's another reason. Yeah. Twofold, which is number one, these are women we know in real life. These are not strangers. Yeah, absolutely. And they are connected to our network. We're going to show respect. Yeah. Because we're respectful men. Mm-hmm. And then secondly, St. City is a community. Mm -hmm. And these women, even though they might not follow the ism, yeah. they're going to respect it and they're going to know it's St. City and they're going to know how to, they're going to yell peace to the saints when they see one of my folks. Yeah, absolutely. And they're going to know how we live and how we get down. They're in my city. Yes. I'm not going to create a bad situation. We want to build community. Mm -hmm. And so that, that's a totally different vibe. And so the real question that has been asked mm -hmm. is, and these are among psychopaths, like, <laughs> hey, you copy the Fresh and Fish show. <laughs> yeah. I clearly said in a live, mm -hmm. that model is brilliant. Yes. I've tried to copy it in a way that works for me. Yes. I have tried to copy it in a way that works for me. And as yeah. a businessman, mm -hmm. one thing I teach is success leaves clues. Mm -hmm. If somebody's selling a product and it's going like hotcakes, figure out what they do and copy it and try to do it better. Mm-hmm. 
and I tell Fresh and Fit, like, bro, man, I'm trying to do what y'all do, man. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to do it better than you do <laughs> yeah. it. You dig? Yeah. So there's no apology there. That's business. And I'm a capitalist. And mm -hmm. I want every man to be a good hustler. <laughs> yeah. And then the last piece to it is like, man, I, I got to stop doing a show like that because I can't even deal with them personalities. Like, I don't, no, like them, them boys got some serious patience. Like, yeah. I don't want to hear hoes yell at each other for, <laughs> for an hour. You yeah. know, like, I don't want to. Yeah. Um, and also, at some level, our core audiences are a little bit different. Like, my yeah. core audience is a, they like information. Yeah. They like logic. They like being exposed to new things. They mm -hmm. like learning how to earn. Um, so that's not my core audience. But we do it for entertainment to reach a, a broader spectrum. Yeah, of course. So, you know, that's a reasonable question. But, yeah. but real hustlers, they don't get into the petty feminists. You copy their mom. Bruh, yeah. absolutely. absolutely. And I tell you what, if I, if I thought that they were making money based on Fresh and Fit or uh, Fresh's outfit, mm -hmm. I'd have showed up wearing a, a chain that said Fresh. <laughs> I'd have showed up wearing a chain that said Fresh. Yeah, you know not, I mean? not Fresh. Because I'm a business guy and I'm going to figure out what's working because mm -hmm. I have a greater goal, which is spreading this ism, and I'm going to do whatever it takes. But one thing I'll never do, mm -hmm. I will never compromise my integrity. Like you mentioned, uh, Destiny said, well, hey, I needed money. They offered me a yeah. lot of money. You can control a human being mm -hmm. based on greed, mm -hmm. based on sex. Absolutely. And based on fear. Absolutely. That's how you control a human being, greed, sex, or fear. Absolutely. I know that very clearly. And I've used those things sometimes. Mm -hmm. I cannot be controlled by those things. Mm -hmm. I was born into this world poor. Mm -hmm. I'm willing to go back. Absolutely. Money has never made me. Mm -hmm. I'll go back to being poor. Mm -hmm. I've not been a greedy person. Mm -hmm. Sex, when you have something in abundance, <laughs> it has low value. No, as a fact. And I ain't never been scared like Bone Crusher. That's a fact. I ain't never scared. Mm -hmm. I can't be controlled. Everything I've done is for principles and it's been hyper clear throughout my whole life. It's been consistent. Mm -hmm. You're not going to find anybody say he's a snitch, a rat, a liar, a double crosser, a two-facer. No. That's You'll fact. find some people say he's an asshole, but he'll tell you the truth mm -hmm. and he's going to stand on it. Nah, that's a fact, man. Now, listen, man, for part two... Like, we already got the drama. They the got fucking, everything. Right, right. Yeah. But for part two, man, I want to dive deep into the actual-ism. You feel me? Into, they need it. Right, but, no. So, like, we're going to do that really, really, really soon, hey, right? Man, man, you're talking about ism, man. Right? Uh, I want you to know the saint. Yeah. He, he's, the, he's the coolest, <laughs> sharpest YouTuber in podcast. You man. and Sharp will make a dynamic duo. Uh, understand me, church. Listen to me, loved one. The saint, he's the one. Yo, love y'all, man. Yo, listen, man. So, like, last question is where can they find find a book? Right. Uh, but the product. Appreciate it. Like, where can they find everything? You feel Absolutely. me? Absolutely. So, uh, the book is called The Black Box. You can yeah. find that on Amazon. Yeah. And it's had. Only five star reviews. There mm -hmm. were some psychotic destiny things that went on to, to knock you down. Nah, that's yeah, wild. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. Isn't it? It's crazy. Nah, that's wild. But they can find that book. It's yeah. a masterwork that I took 10 years to write. It's not something I put out to make money. Yeah, people in business know that books, if you've been wealthy, books don't make money. Yeah. There's low profit margins. But it's a masterwork that is going to make you reflect on yourself and how you can get to the next level. Yeah. And it also reads like a movie because I wrote it for people who don't read. Mm -hmm. 
because most people don't read. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you can get uh, the book called The Black Box. I think that'll be most helpful to people. Mm -hmm. If you want exclusive content, you know, in excess of 300 videos, mm -hmm. pure game, you're me ism. Mm -hmm. But the most important thing about mine, because I really live like yeah. this, when you get to my Patreon, which is patreon.com slash the saint and the center spelled out, mm -hmm. patreon.com slash the saint and the center. When you get to mine, you might hear a recording of a conversation with a broad. Like, wow. Uh, you want to figure out how to break a broad down from the mouthpiece yeah. without raising your voice? Yeah. Yeah, you, you can hear that. Yo, that's exclusive <laughs> game right there. Bro, I'm telling you, or mm -hmm. I tell you, I got a series called Player Stories. You heard mm -hmm. me? I might be in uh, Mykonos. You heard me? Might be in Monaco mm -hmm. and, and do some real playerific. You know, I, I break down that story, tell you how to really get it done. Yeah. Um, so it's it's a different kind of things that are highly experienced based. I also have uh, something called the Dr. Phil process. Oh, wow. You dig? Where it gives you actual questions to ask the girl yeah. to understand who she really is. Yeah. Not who she's pretending to be, but who she really is. Mm -hmm. And because cats, what they really want is influence over that female. You'll never get control, yeah. but you want influence. And that'll teach you how to get the ultimate influence over that female. Yeah. And we got a lot of content. Um, if you go to T-H-E-S-A-S-N.com, you can get the conference footage where I teach you uh, how do you take $500. Mm-hmm. And create a prototype of a product and start making Woo! money today. Nah, that's a fact. Yeah, and it's not you. You got a lot of internet scammers who. Yeah. I'm not gonna get into it, but you got a lot of internet scammers. Yeah. But I'm a guy who took five hundred dollars, yeah. created a product, mm -hmm. and, and went to the moon with it. So I'm telling you something that I know. But more importantly, you can go on any one of my live streams and say, "Hey, who's made money messing with the saint?" A gang of niggas. And that's the difference. Mm -hmm. And the most important part, generally when you hear people selling their course or whatever they, I don't have a course, but yeah. selling whatever they sell, they're selling it to make money for themselves. Absolutely. I'm selling it to make money for you because I'm not making money on YouTube. I'm catching L's on yeah. YouTube, you did. <laughs> um, but, but I really do believe in capitalism because yeah. to be honest with you, I was born poor and poverty is a vicious thing. Absolutely. I hate poverty and I truly believe that if we can get people out of poverty as a start, yeah. then we can start to build good things on top of that. Because when people are in poverty, they'll steal from you, they'll lie to you, they'll kill you. If we can get you out of that, then we can bless you with some ism. Yeah. And that's why capitalism is a core part of what I do. Man, facts, but listen, man, the saint and the, <laughs> the sinner, <laughs> the big homie, man, just came and right. blessed y'all with, damn near two hours, right? Two hours of, uh, listen, listen. Y'all could drop out of college. You don't even need college yeah. now. They didn't, we good. Yo, listen, man, and before we go, I just, I hope y'all don't take this interview for granted. Like, 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 bruh, there are Ivy League universities paying this man for his fucking time, man. I hope you niggas... Watch this shit, but watch this shit with 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 keen ears huh, and a notepad. Right, and part two is gonna be more dynamic. Way like we're actually gonna give them game. You feel me? Right, right, right. right. So listen, man. No jumper coolest podcast in the world. We're out of here, folks. Peace, Peace out, man.